Hey folks, what's going on here? Good night. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Welcome to another Millionaire Midnight Rant. How's everybody doing here tonight? It's 12.03. Okay, I'm on time. And tonight I want to give you some eight-figure business hacks. Actually, one. And this hack I've been using for a very, very long time. And this is very necessary in business. This is very necessary to actually create a company and make their company functional and be able to soar and be profitable in their company here. Okay. And like you folks know, I, I go live every night. I do my best to go live here on the podcast to educate you about business and mindset and teach you how to manifest your dreams, and also to give you some of the esoteric things that a lot of business owners don't talk about, such as this topic, the hack that all successful entrepreneurs have. Um, I, I won't say it's easy to do, but it's necessary for you to succeed. If without it, you can't be a leader. Without it, you can't be a very distinguished CEO with any company. You might as well just work for somebody for the rest of your life here. So let me give you guys a shout out here and thank you for the likes and shares and thank you for tagging people below. You can always find me at the Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast. Just search Google. You'll see me. Um, I'm everywhere. Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, Apple Music, right? And also, if you ever want to go live with me, like tonight, I'm going to go live with a couple of you, give you the opportunity to talk with me. I mean, just imagine Getting the opportunity to actually speak with a millionaire back to back, right? An eight figure earner such as myself um, on the internet here. Pretty cool, right? And I'm not going to charge you a dime. This is always free. It's free for you because I love you and I care about you and I want you to win. Because in everybody that listens to me, it's a little Wesley Virgin in everybody that listens to this rant. Because I understand your situation because I've been there. I've been broke. I slept on air mattresses. I slept in my car. I lost jobs, lost homes. Um, you've heard the story all over again if you've ever been on my podcast here. But listen, I, I, I understand. I, it hurts. I know. I get it. It's an emotional pain, right? <laughs> you know, you feel like you, you're trying so hard, you're working so hard, but it's just like, man, when is it going to be my time? Listen, listen up. Right now, in this moment, is your time. Okay? Like right now, in this moment, is your time. No need to keep talking about when it's going to be my time. This is your time. Right now. In this moment. Okay? This is your time. <clears throat> and this is not taught, unfortunately, in, in school. It's not taught in business courses. This is not taught on the internet marketing courses, network marketing courses. You know, everybody always talk about, oh, it's going to be my time one day. One day it's going to be. No, this is your time right now. Right now, you can actually be exactly where you want to be mentally, spiritually now. Okay. But enough about that. Let me give you guys a shout out here. Go ahead and. Um, Comment your names here below so I can give you a shout out here. We have Estephanie. How are you? We have Fendi. Oh, I forgot. High energy. High income. Wake up. Okay. 
Gotta keep the energy high, baby. <laughs> Always, baby. Let's go. Raise the vibration, baby. Let's go. Talk to me here. Hey, Merch Logan, how are you? Hey, Sarah. I love when you folks actually say, hey, Wes, you know, when you jump on the live, I do appreciate that. But put your names below. I want to give you a shout out as well. Hey, Rosemary. Hey, Nathan. What's going on, my man? How are you? You're a stupid. Oh, wow. This guy's name here. Hey, Millionaire Queen. Uh, H2 Bully. How are you? Lucas. Uh, Murka. Alados. Patricia. Jay-Z Million Dollar. Nathan, Chili, Drea, um, Jeff Boos, Jeff B, okay, Esteban, Roringang, Emma, Remax, hey Nora, how are you? Um, let me see, Naz, Golden, we have Brian, Franklin, Princess Diana, uh, okay, 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 hey Megan, how are you? You doing well? How's everybody feeling here tonight, Sarah? Love your high-value man podcast. Well, thank you, Sarah, so much. I appreciate that. Um, you know, maybe we'll get into that topic a little bit tonight as well. You know, these podcasts, they always dovetail into human relationships between women and men. And I think that's what people really want. They want, like men want the answer to be able to have the woman they want. And women want to know the answer to get the man that they want. <laughs> I think people want relationships more than they want money. It's, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, but okay. H-Town, <laughs> uh, hey, Jada Love, how are you? So let's go ahead and get started here. Go ahead and take notes here. Now, listen, this is a rant. My name is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I'm currently worth about $40 million here. But that's not important. At the end of the day, I'm just a regular kid from Houston, Texas. I'm an African-American male, and I'm living my best life with my father, as well, and I'm an entrepreneur, obviously. I run a lot of companies online on the internet here, so it means I make sleep money, right? And I just go live just to have some cordial conversation with you, right? Um, to talk to you, to explain to you what it takes to be rich and to live your dreams. I've been poor and I've been rich, and rich is absolutely better here. So let's talk about a business hack here, okay? And I want you to write this down. <clears throat> How many of you can agree that in any company that you start, there are going to be problems? All right. How many of you realize that in any company, any business that you start, you're going to have problems, challenges, issues, um, adversities, you know, quite often? Okay. And I think we understand it logically. Like we're like, oh yeah, yeah, I know I'm gonna have a problem. But I don't think we're ready for the problems when problems begin. And I want you to write this down. It's gonna be very important for you to have as a leader, um, as a CEO of your company, especially if you plan to lead your own company, have employees and be able to take them to the top. Write this down. Care mentally, but not emotionally, okay? You have to learn how to only care mentally, but not emotionally. And this is almost like, it's not just a business hack. It's like coming like, like a life hack. Um, people, unfortunately, especially in business, when things go wrong, people get very emotional. They get pissed. 
They get irritated. They blame people. Why did they do this? What happened? I can't believe this. My God, what am I going to (laughs) do? And let me tell you something. That's a recipe for failure in any business. Okay? Now, listen. What I'm stating is this. I'm not saying that that the issue is not important. I'm not saying that the issue is not something that you should pay attention to. But you have to learn how not to get emotionally involved. And if you care, you want to care mentally, which means is I give you an example. I've been um, tackling a little issue for the last two days. Someone's hacked my servers. Um, got some hackers out here. This guy tried to extort me, basically. Say, Wesley, I'm going to delete all your data off your servers. He went as far as on one of my websites. If you went to the website, it says, have your boss, Wesley Virgin, contact me now. <laughs> He's pretty genius. Yeah, pretty cool. And he wanted to extort me. And, you know, I think the typical person would have been upset. Man, leave me alone. What's wrong with you? I'm going to sue you. I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to do this. But let me tell you what I did. I mean, I wasn't emotional at all. Actually, as a matter of fact, I had a conversation with the kid. Right? It was a guy from India. And I said, man, I know how you feel. It's tough. Right? You don't have any money. He said, man, I don't have any money. I'm sorry I have to do this to you, sir. But I got to do it because I need money. And he wanted me to send him five BTC. First of all, I'm not going to send you anything. Like, if anybody tries to extort me, let me tell you something. You would get zero dollars from me. You know what I told him? And I was very calm. I wasn't angry because there was no need to be angry about it. Um, this is what I told him. I said, hey, listen, what you're doing, you know deep inside yourself that you're wrong. You know that. And it doesn't matter what you do to my company, how many websites you delete, the data that you try to steal, because he sent me pictures of my social security number and all this stuff. I'm calm. Doesn't matter to me, right? It's not even a big deal. I said, but me, what you don't understand about me, I am a successful entrepreneur. Which means is it doesn't matter what you do, I'm still gonna succeed. You know what he said? He said, Yeah, I know, sir. You have it, but I'm really trying to make money. So the great you know what the funny thing about it, the guy just said, Man, he started confiding in me. He said, Man, I just really want to make money, you know. And I'm just doing all these bad things, but I don't want to do it, but I just want to make money. But <clears throat> I want to share that with you because that's very important to handle issues like that in that way that you don't allow your emotions to distort your judgment. Make sense? Are you with me here? Because if you get, listen, if you get get crazy or you get insane every time something go wrong in your life, even in your life, you know, when things happen in your life, you know what I mean? Say if someone, I don't know, you got you get terminated from your job. You know, the average person that gets terminated or laid off, they upset. They either upset, angry, pissed, or depressed. Okay? And you're not going to be effective if you continue to allow issues and challenges and adversities to redirect your emotions, okay? Write this down. Care mentally, but not emotionally. Can't even care it emotionally, right? Some people, like when they meet me, they may say, oh, Wes, you're, so, you're such an emotionless person. You know, you don't show any emotion. You know, you just like, do you feel? Absolutely. But most things doesn't require me to feel a certain way at all. 
Because, see, this is how I am, and this is how I want you to be if you ever want to be successful. Like, and we're talking about eight figures. Now, I ain't talking about seven, seven figures anymore. Eight figures, nine figures, right? If you want to make that type of money, many things that happen in your company or in your life, you cannot really care too much about it, honestly. Someone to steal your money. You know, maybe you get home, somebody steal your money. Oh, my God, who took my $100? Who took my $20? Who stole this money from me? You can't do that. I remember two years back. Um, I bought a Hublot watch for like $45,000 and I remember I came home one day and I was looking for it and I said, maybe it'll show up a week, a month goes by. I haven't found it. And I'm like, where's this watch? And I say, well, I guess somebody stole it and I got somebody that stole it. The person that stole it, they really needed it. So it's gone. It's not, it's not that I didn't care about it, but it, it will be a waste of my time and energy to be overly emotional about it. Does that make sense? I give you another example with a relationship. Some of you, you know, somebody cheat on you, somebody curse you out, somebody hurt your little feelings, and you want to be overly dramatic. And this is especially for men. I understand women. Women, it's okay. I mean, women are very emotional people, but men, you know, to me, it's just almost idiotic for a man to be overly emotional with a man. I mean, with a woman, get cheated on, get hurt, you know, men crying, men screaming at women. First of all, you should never scream and argue with a woman at all. Never in your life. Right. You have to catch yourself. Care mentally, but not emotionally. And let me tell you something, men. If you learn to be this way, you'll be absolutely dangerous when it comes to women. Because women won't be able to figure you out. One thing about women, and I'm not trying to make this into a relationship type rant here. But I just want to bring it up. One thing about women, women know the trigger points of men. Like they know where to touch. They know what to say to cause men to react certain ways because they want a reaction out of you. That's why they do it. They want a reaction out of you. Right. And if you give that woman a reaction, it doesn't matter what the reaction is. If it's insane, crazy, sad, she's happy because she got a reaction on you. But the guy that she cannot give no reaction out of, like whatever she does and he doesn't react. I give you an example. I had a woman one day, uh, one evening or whatever, she was at my house and, you know, I don't know, we got into a little disagreement there and she was like, well, if you're going to keep talking about this, I'm going to go home. I said, go. That's what I said. I said, go. Home. So, and this happened like almost two to three times, right, with women and she left and, and I got back in my bed. I laid, got all comfortable. Ten minutes, I hear somebody beating on the door. Beating on the door. And I'm like, who is this? Who was at my door? Is it another young lady, right? Open the door. It's the same young lady. She came back. Why did she come back? See, the thing is, the woman wanted a response from me. I'm not giving a response at all. It's not I don't care about her. I care mentally, but not emotionally. Make sense? Are you guys getting this? Okay. Are you guys taking notes here and getting this information here? Things that take place in your life, issues, problems, pain, anything. You have to learn how not to be so emotional about those things at all. Okay. This is especially for men. For women, when you run a business, it's the same way as well. Women, you, you would not be able to run a very successful business if you're always overly emotional about every 
spat problem that takes place in your company. Okay? Listen, shit is going to happen. Okay? It's going to happen. <laughs> okay? <clears throat> you got to understand that, especially with a company here. Somebody's going to steal your money. Somebody's going to try to steal um, your data. Somebody's going to, uh, you know, steal from your credit card. Um, somebody's going to try to take down your website. Somebody's going to steal from your company. I mean, it's going to happen. You got to understand, it's going to happen. Okay? But the key is, care mentally but not emotionally about it. You can't get emotionally invested over the stuff. If not, you're going to lose every single time. I've seen so many people lose their companies because every problem that took place in their business, they were overly dramatic about it. I had this one lady was crying. Well, she said, I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I don't know what happened. You know, everything was going well. Then all of a sudden my site is not working. I can't get any emails and I can't get to the customers. I said, that lady's not going to last long. Honestly. Instead of just fixing the problem, she would rather cry and feel emotional about the problem and ask why. And then I want you to write this down, folks. Why is the worst question you can ask when you're having an issue? Like me asking myself, well, why would this person hack me? I'm a good guy. Why me? You should never want to ask that. Ever. Never ask this question here. Let me tell you why. It doesn't matter why. Even if you knew why, it doesn't matter. It's like a man or a woman that asks, why did you cheat on me? doesn't even matter why. They did it. Right? Why do you need an explanation why this person is cheating for you? Why? I think people that ask, you know, specifically for that, like cheating, whatever, you know, people ask why because they feel insecure and they say, well, maybe it's something about me I need to change so I'll be able to fit that mold. Right? But me, I would never ask why if somebody cheated. I would never ask why about anything. Still for me, you can try to, you know, take down my website, whatever. I'm not going to ask you why. I'm just going to fix the problem. Make sense? Are you ladies and gentlemen with me here? Why is the worst question to ask yourself when you have a problem or issue in life or in business? Why did they do that? Why did they fire me? It doesn't matter. You're fired, big head. It's over. Why are you having discussions of why you were a good employee? Obviously, you were not. That's why you were fired. Well, why did they steal money from me? I don't know why my cousin would do, why my brother would just steal my money. Uh, it doesn't matter why. It's done. It's stolen. What are you going to do? Are you going to cut it off with them? Are you going to still allow this person to be in your life? Make sense? Never ask why, okay? Write that down below. Write that down in the comments below. Never ask why when issues, problems, or challenges take place in your life. Because it doesn't matter why. Why does this person want to treat me right? Why do they want to treat me better? Why? Because they just don't. They just, they don't. They don't, they don't treat you better because they don't want to. Doesn't matter what the answer is. Does it make sense? Even if you knew the answer was, what do you do with this information? It's not much you can do with it. Right? <laughs> so, do you folks understand why you should care mentally but not emotionally when it comes to business 
and certain areas in life. Men, you should always be like this, by the way. Men should always care mentally and not emotionally. Women, in relationships, I get it, you will be emotional, but in business, you can't be like this. And women, you're not gonna be a successful woman in any kind of company if you're an overly emotional woman about your business. It's gonna be very difficult for you. You gotta be formidable, you gotta be tough, you gotta be resilient, and you gotta understand that most things don't matter. You just gotta fix it, that's it. When something happens in your life or in your company, you just got to fix it. It doesn't matter how big it is and how terrible. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. You're wasting time crying about it, bitching about it, complaining about it, and talking about why they did it to you. Well, it happened. Deal with it. Fix it. That's what a CEO does. That's what a leader of a company does. You can't spend no time talking about why things happen. Let's take measures to fix it and ensure it never happens again. Does that make sense? Okay. Any questions for me here? Because I'm sure you got some value here tonight. All right. I want you to begin to navigate through life, especially in business. You can't be emotional. You cannot be emotional about stuff that happened in business. It is what it is. Listen. You know, you're going to have, I don't think people really understand. You know, I get it. You know, when you see people winning and making a lot of money, you just like, oh, yeah, I want that too. But I don't think people really understand the the devastating, dark moments of being an entrepreneur on how tough it is. Because the tough part is you're dealing with so much at one time. Like you're dealing with so many problems at one time, you know, sometimes tens and 20 problems at one time. Many of you can't even handle one problem. Like you're, you can't, you're, you're, you're complaining about not being able to pay your rent. Some of you complain about, I don't have enough money for my kids for Christmas. I mean, these are just small problems. And you want to run a company and you're complaining about how broke you are. You're complaining, some women complaining about how single they are. Men are complaining how women are gold. I mean, you know, you guys have all these minor problems. And you're telling me that you're going to be able to solve these huge problems that will take place in business? I don't think so. That's why most of you, unfortunately, you just don't have what it takes here. Okay? And I'm not talking to anybody directly. Many of you know who I'm talking to. You just don't got it. Right? And I'm not saying that you can never have it. But it it begins with taking steps and understanding that you have to become very stoic in business. You have to become almost emotionless because emotions, they would distort and jade your decisions. You'll make bad decisions if you get too emotional about certain things that take place in your company. Me, you know what a bad decision would have been if this guy would have hacked me? If I would have been upset at him saying, man, I'm going to sue you, forget you, screw you, F you, blah, blah, blah. And then he could have did more damage. Then I'm trying to sue him. You know, I'm going to get somebody in India. They're going to sue you. I'm going to find some lawyers. Now, now I'm leaving the playing field. Because I'm focused on this one guy that I probably would never find. But I'm, losing the, I'm leaving the playing field. The playing field is running the companies and making sure the companies are operational and profitable. Not running after a guy because he's trying to take down my websites in another country. Right? Not antagonizing him. No, I befriend him. Okay. You ever heard the keep your enemies closer? There's some fact to that. 
I'm not saying that he's going to be my friend, buddy, buddy. We're going to have drinks together. But I need to find out what his need is and what his real desire is, right? I need to understand this kid. Because honestly, I don't think anybody wants to go out there and do wrong. They don't want to. Some people feel that they're forced to be this way. But they're not forced. They make a decision based off their situation. So what I do is I do my best to understand people, even the people that do me wrong, even the people that call me scams, even the people that talk about me, even the people that make negative videos about me. I do my best to understand them. I don't have to sue them. I mean, some people we do have to, you know, crush, but not all the time. Okay. <laughs> Questions for me. Talk to me. Questions here. Talk to me. When your co-founders turn on you with Pharma Investor, it hurts. It took you years to get over. Well, Sarah, I don't know why that took you years to get over it. And I think that's the bad way to describe you taking years. Like years? How does it take years? Like, are you thinking about it every single day? And why are you not getting over it quickly? It's you. You're thinking about it over and over and over again. Listen, like I told you before, you know, many of you, you just don't got what it takes. You really don't. You think you do. You want to. But many of you, your feelings get hurt too quickly here, especially women. You know, women feelings get hurt. You know, co-founders. I get it, Sarah. You know, one of your co-founders use you, took money from you. It happens all the time. This is like this is I mean, it is what it is. It's not. I mean, I get it. We don't want it to happen, but it will. You have people very close to you that you thought you can trust. And they'll take your company from you or they'll sabotage you from within. Right? But if it takes you years to get over it, years? Years? Why would it take you years to get over that? That's telling me that you're just thinking about what they did to you and you're afraid to do something again because you think it may repeat itself. That's like getting in a relationship with a person and the person before, I mean, the person that you're in a relationship with cheats on you, then... You get in a new relationship and you think they're going to cheat on you too. And you end up sabotaging it. And that's what people do in relationships and business. They sabotage their relationships and their business because they're living in the past. Listen, you know what the great thing about the past is? It's gone. It's gone. I mean, it's it's done. Like whatever happened yesterday, like it's 12 o'clock here. Whatever happened yesterday is done. I can't get it back. I can't readjust anything that I did yesterday. It's over. Everything now from here is a new day, a new world, a new life, a new reality. So I'm not thinking about everything that took place that I didn't like, all the wrong that took place. In my, no. I'm creating right now from the presence, and I'm expecting something better. And that's what you got to do. Okay? Makes sense. Does that make sense, Sarah? Questions for me. I'm glad you're learning, Sarah. Much love to you. What's the name of the book you said to read about making friends? How to win friends and influence people. Do you conceal emotions when that is usually your first reaction? No, I'm not concealing any emotions. No, I'm not concealing anything. Like, honestly, 
Folks, you don't really want to know how I feel about a lot of things. I really don't care. Like, honestly, I don't care too much about a lot of stuff. Because most things are minor. Like, if someone do me wrong, I don't care about that shit. Like, what? why would I care? I'm going to deal with it. But I ain't going to care. I'm not going to be in my bed at night talking about it. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe they did it. That's what you do. Talking about it for months. It's already done. Listen, care mentally, but not emotionally. Mentally, it's like, what am I going to do to solve this? What's the solution for this? Like me, I'm not going to sell any emotions at all. I deal with problems. I find solutions and I move forward, period. Okay? Make sense? Listen, even at my, listen, God forbid, even when my parents pass away, I'm not going to cry. No, for what? They lived a great life. They lived a beautiful life. I'm happy for them. I love them. I'm not crying at all. I'll be the strongest person at that funeral when, when, or if, when I, whenever my parents pass away. Okay? No. Because what am I crying about? They lived a good life. I lived a good life with them. When it's time for them to go, it's time for them to go. I love them, but I'm not going to cry about it. What am I crying about? Does that make sense? Now, I get it. Every, I, a lot of you are not going to be like Wesley Virgin. You don't need to be like me here, okay? But I'm a deep thinker, you know, and most people that cry about people that die or pass away, it's more about them than the person actually died. You know, many people, when people pass away, they're talking about how they missed out. I should have did more. I should have been there more. Well, let, let me tell you something. If you're going to talk like that after somebody dies, you better do more right now. You better do it now if that's what you want to do. Make sense? <laughs> Next question for me here. Next question here. Talk to me here. <clears throat> That's see. This is the reason why. If you ever get an opportunity to meet me, you'll notice something about me. My demeanor is very nonchalant. It's very relaxed. It's very just non-carish. You know, I just float through life. Whenever you see me, it's like I'm floating. When I walk, I float, and it's just like I walk as if my life is perfect. It is perfect. I'm not gonna lie to you here, but you know that's how I walk. That's how I move around. And things could be happening. I could be having fires in my life, but I'm I'm relaxed. Because I understand something about fires. Um, as, if it's a fire taking place in a neighborhood and you have 10 houses that are burning down right now, I can only put one fire out at a time. Which means that some of the houses are going to get burned out. And it is what it is. Right? Hopefully I can hit all of them, but I can only take tackle one problem at a time. And that's it. Everything else, collateral damage, damage control, and that's it. Like, 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 today, like yesterday in my company, I had a, a meeting with, you know, my leadership team and say, hey, we got about a thousand websites that we do for customers. We're going to have to cut that off. We can no longer give access to any type of uh, customer access to any of our servers now because we have an infiltrator. We have somebody that's trying to uh, damage our servers. So now we have to do something different here. So we have to pull these 
website off, and now we have to give it to the customer, and the customer going to have to put these put their sites on their own servers now, right? It's a lot of work, but it's a decision that had to be made, and it's something that you have to do. It is what it is, right? You can't get into this conversation. Oh my God, it's going to be a lot of work. Oh my God, what are the customers going to say? Listen, it is what it is. When Facebook has to fire eleven thousand people, he don't like he don't want to do it, but he got to do it. Make sense? When Amazon fires ten thousand people, you can have all these people. Oh, why would Amazon do that? That is wrong. They make all this money. Look, look, God, I seen people on TikTok creating videos like dumb people. Man, look at it, man. They fired all of us. You know what I mean? Why would they do that, man? We're good employees. Are you serious? Are you serious? See what? That's what you don't understand about a CEO. The responsibility of a CEO is two things. It's to make sure he provides profits to his shareholders. Two, if you don't have any shareholders, which I don't, I own all my company, 100%. Two, it's my job to make sure my company is profitable. Because without profit, I can't pay anybody. So I have to let some people go. I got to let them go. Why? To keep the company going. So listen, if Facebook don't fire 11,000 people, and say if he has 50,000 people that work for him, you want 10,000 people to be fired or 50,000, and then there's not a company any longer. Does that make sense, folks? Okay. Just like Twitter, Elon Musk, he fires, what, everybody almost, 70% of the staff, right? Why? Because he's the CEO, his vision. I don't know what his vision is, but he knows. And that's all that matters. But are you going to have people in crying, bitch, and complain? Absolutely. But it's a part of the game. Some of you folks want to be CEOs and run companies. And unless you're going to run this company by yourself alone, and if you have issues letting people go that you know is not putting in the level of effort that is necessary, does not understand your vision, and you can't let them go, you're going to be out of business. Get ready. Because you're going back to work. I know many people who have failed in business because of their inability to let people go that they know needed to go. Listen, when you feel in your gut, you got to fire their ass immediately. Terminate them. <laughs> okay? If not, the business is going to be in trouble here. Questions for me. Questions here. Describe your rise from the rent house to the penthouse in one word. Um... Bless. It was a blessing. That's the one word for you. Blessing. How can one increase resiliency, emotional intelligence, and always be solution-oriented? Read. Read. I want everybody to come at the word read. Because that's what a lot of you don't do. Read. Why? Knowledge is the precursor to experience. The more knowledge a person has, the individual is prepared for the experience in life. You want to be more intel- you want to be more emotionally intelligent? Well read the book, Daniel Goldman, Emotional Intelligence. You want to be more resilient? Read books about resilience. Read novels and biographies of billionaires and millionaires of People before you stand on their so- standing on the shoulders of giants, 
and reading a book to see how they were so resilient. I give you one movie that you should watch. It's called The Founder. It's in the McDonald's movie. It's how McDonald's was created. If you don't know, McDonald's was created by two brothers. But if you don't want to know, I don't want to tell the movie, but I, I, I'll tell you this. A young man by the name of Ray Kroc, which was a salesperson. Okay? Think about the McDonald brothers. They wasn't salespeople. They were operational people. They didn't know it, right? They were good operational people. But they never wanted to expand, and they were very afraid to take risks. But Ray Kroc, he was a salesman. He was the type of person that he was driving to uh, um, restaurant to restaurant trying to sell these milkshakes. And let me tell you something. This man got so many no's. They show you in the movie. And you know what's really awesome? This man will listen to personal development when he was at the hotels going from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant to restaurant and everybody telling him no. Telling him no over and over and over again. He did this for months. And he was listening to Napoleon Hill. Right? Isn't that fascinating? When he was at the hotel, he would put it on the record player. Right? And he was listening to Napoleon Hill. Like, think and grow rich and all this stuff. Right? Until one day, boom, guess who calls them? The McDonald brothers. And say, man, we need six milkshakes right now. And then his assistant... They call his assistant. The assistant called him and said, hey, Ray, they need six milkshakes right now. He said, are you sure? Who wants six milkshakes, uh, milkshake machines? You know, maybe they got the order wrong, so let me call them. So he calls them and say, hey, I heard that you guys need six milkshake machines. Maybe you got it wrong. I don't know if my assistant didn't take it down properly. He said, yeah, how soon can you get them here? He said, what? You actually need six? Absolutely. When can you get him here? <laughs> Let me tell you what Ray Kroc did. He got in his car. He delivered the milkshake machines himself. And what he did, he studied the business. He wanted to see what these boys were doing. And he learned their business. And guess what? They taught him the business. And you know what I love about Ray Kroc? Because he was a fucking savage. He was. And sometimes you got to be like that in business. Listen, I'm saying like this. And I learned this from a billionaire. You know what he told me? He said, Wes, I was in Monaco. He said, Wesley, you know, do what you got to do in business, but try not to hurt too many people along the way, which suggests that people will be hurt along the way as you climb the ladder of success and make more money and dominate more. People will be hurt in the process, but your goal is not to hurt too many people. And Ray Kroc, man, this guy was vicious, but everything he did was legal. Don't be like, hey, he was a savage because, well, you know, <laughs> people feelings got to hurt. You know, long story short, Ray Kroc basically took the company McDonald's from him, from the brothers, because Ray Kroc realized that they wasn't in the food business. They were in the real estate business. But the thing is, with the brothers, they was too busy running the business operationally. They didn't see what was happening. So Ray Kroc, in the, he owned all the land that, we, that was building all these McDonald's on. He had the deeds, which means as they either sell out to him or he can just shut down, kill the lease. And then if you can't build the restaurant on the land, you know, then basically you have no business. Does that make sense here? So it's a good movie to watch. You should watch it. They'll let you know, do I really want to be a business person here? Because sometimes you're going to have to be savage. It is what it is. Sometimes you will hurt people's feelings. It is what it is. It's not because you're trying to be hateful, 
but you have to do what you feel what it takes to make sure the business is um, thriving. Does that make sense? Period. Questions for me here. Um, <clears throat> what's next here? Wes, how is your trading journey going? It's going well, man. Very well. How you accelerate progress in forex trading and keep pushing more? I don't try to accelerate progress, honestly, me. When I'm learning something new, I'm all about delayed gratification. Patience. That's just me personally. And I learned this the hard way, Princess Diana, because in the beginning, I was just like you. I'm going to accelerate everything. How do I learn faster? How to do this faster? And what I realized, when you try to do something faster, you make mistakes. And when you make mistakes, you cannot become a master in the field. So me, I'm very patient in companies now. I don't care if it takes me one year, two years, three years to get it where I want it to be. It's okay. Patience. Delayed gratification is the name of the game. Let me tell you something. Many of you are going to try to accelerate so much that it'll be five, 10 years and you haven't reached anything. But if you just was patient for three years and just really took your time and just be very uh, uh, sedulous in your work ethic, you're great magic. Questions here? Um, One of the most gangster movies I've seen around. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Some people say, man, that's... And let me tell you how... Somebody said that was fucked up about what Ray Kroc did. No, let me tell you what else he did. No, not just that. He... So at the table, when they were signing the paperwork, he said, all right, man. Because they didn't want to sign. He said, all right, how about this? I give you 1% of all sales. How about that? Shake on it. He put his hand out. They shook on it. And let me tell you something, Ray Kroc never gave him the 1%. <laughs> you know why? Because it went in the contract. So who's dumb? They're dumb. Just the truth. I mean, you don't have a contract, then you have no say over anything. It is what it is, right? <laughs> and, you know, you could say that's fucked up, but the people that say that's fucked up are the people that are poor and average. I always remember that rich people are not going to say that. It's not fucked up. It's um, you made a bad decision. You know, you should have got a contract, right? Because that's what smart business people do. You know, people that are unintelligible, they don't do that. And that's why they end up where they are, losing out. Can I go live with you, Wes? Of course. Let me go live with this real man. I learned that was awesome. I'm trying, trying to go live with you. What's going on, my man? How are you? I'm fine. I can't, can't see you. Yeah, I'm trying to turn, turn the camera around. Okay. Hit that, that little button there. There you go. What's going on, man? How are you? Right, what's your name? My name is Nas Gold. Nas Gold, where you calling from? I'm calling from Nigeria. Nigeria! 
man, I got to get to Nigeria. I have a lot of followers in Nigeria. My God. Yeah. yeah. The king you, is you coming. Got, you got Don't work. The king is coming. Trust me. He's coming. <laughs> Talk to me. How can you do that, brother? Uh, sir, I, I am really trying to be in this trading journey for quite about two years. I made some I made some good profits during COVID-19 and all my friends, all my brothers, all of, all of them, they, they are scammers mostly and I just don't want to do that. I, it's really hard for me to keep pushing and keep trying because recently I tried again and I made about $100 profits from $10. I withdrew the money and I blew the rest. It just, it just keep getting hard when I try and fail and you know, try and fail, and without a mentor, without anybody that that is around me that does it, is is hard. Wesley, please give me some kind of advice that's gonna that's gonna keep me going. Well, yeah, I mean, you're right, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, Nasco. It is tough, and you're living in a city that you know, Nigeria. Obviously, this is the scamming capital of the world, right? We know the deal, and yeah. you know, sometimes it's difficult to. You know, do the right thing when you have so many people around you doing the wrong thing and making all the money and have everything that you want. And you start to feel like, man, that's what I want to be. But listen, let me share something with you here, Nazgo. Everything that you're doing is going to be worth it, my friend. Okay? You might not see it now. Right now, you might not see it's worth it because, you know, you're dealing with adversity and problems and you're trying to figure out how to get this thing to be consistent. But I want you to know something because um, even where I sit as a black man here, you know, many black men that are very successful, you know, how the world sees us is either, well, they must be an athlete or maybe a drug dealer, scammer, right, or rapper, right? And that's usually the, the box that they put us in here. But I'm here to tell you that I'm not either of those things, and I have all the cars that I want. I have all the homes that I want, and I have millions of dollars in the bank account. Why? Because I was patient. See, I know scammers, right? I don't know them like, like they're not my friends, but I just know them because a lot of scammers, they follow me, are people that do it wrong, like drug dealers, dope boys, they all follow me, right? And let me tell you something yeah. about these people. They, they're living that life, but they realize they like they know in the back of their mind there's an ending there 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 will be a chapter that it's going to end they know it right and it's a part of them that wants to get out but what you're doing is what everybody wants to do they want to stick it out and do the right thing and continue to go until you achieve your breakthrough and i'm here to tell you you will i will yeah, you will. Trust me. You will. You just got to keep stretching, taking risks, studying. The process is very difficult. And let me tell you what the difficult part is. It's not the, the difficult part of running a forex business. It's not because of the whole trading shit. It's just your emotions. See, that, look. That's, that's why I, listen, that's why I'm, listen, I'm, listen, when I'm talking about tonight, the topic tonight is for you. Like, you have to learn how to care mentally, but not emotionally. You're getting your emotions and your feelings involved, and you're trying to run a business. Leave the feelings for the women. Let the women feel. You're a man. You don't need to be 
in your emotions and in your feelings because, well, today you didn't have a good trade or you don't have enough money. So what? Go back the next day. That's the, the mindset of a lion. But you got to choose. Will you want to be a man or you want to be a woman? It is your choice to make. Is it going to be tough? Absolutely. Are you going to get the result all the time? No, you're not. Thousands of times it's not going to work over and over. But you have to understand that everything that doesn't work is preparing you for the things that will. Like if you can't take it now with the little money that you have invested, if you can't deal with that emotion, how are you going to deal with millions of dollars? Like how are you going to deal with millions of dollars? How are you going to deal with $100,000 losses? If you can't get can in fifty dollars, make sense? Yes, sir. Exactly. So what I'm here to tell you, Nasgo, is that I'm proud of you. You're doing a good thing. I take my hat off to you because you are re rejecting all the other things that you could be doing to bring fast money, but you're sedulous, you're diligent, you're persevering, and you're realizing. Guess what? It's your time, and it is. But remember, it's up to you to do this because you're not going to always have a Wesley virgin that's going to be in your ear and telling you to keep pushing. Rich people are successful people. They are self-motivators. They motivate themselves. They don't need a trainer. They don't need a mentor. They don't need somebody telling them what to do. They don't need someone telling them to get up. They don't need someone to tell them to be positive. That is your responsibility if you ever want to be a successful entrepreneur, if you ever want to be profitable in any company that you create, you have to motivate yourself. You got to pull yourself out of a dark hole. If it's mental, if you're in an emotional dark hole, pull yourself out of it because you know how to do it. Because you're listening to my content. This is what I teach. 95% of what I teach is mindset. Not the technicalities, not the methods, not the techniques. No, the mindset. When you have the mindset and the emotional power as a winner, you win at everything. Does that make sense to you? It makes a lot of sense. So, my question to you is, what are you going to do now? What I'm going to do now is to try and still going and I, I learned a lot recently. Whoa, whoa, I stop, a lot. stop, 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 stop. Try? Try? I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm doing it, actually. Thank you. Try? Yeah. We don't try. We do it. If I say, hey, yeah, try to go open the door. You either open the fucking door or you don't. It's no trying. You do it. It's a must for you. You do whatever it takes. If it takes 10 15 hours every single day working on trades, studying the charts, understanding the market here, you do it. If it takes you watching YouTube videos, jump into courses, jump into discords, learning from others, you do it. Because it's available to you. Make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Wesley, I want to take this time out to appreciate you since the past like six months that I know you. And I come across your videos, I'll be jumping on your life every morning because right now it's 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 morning here in Nigeria. Yeah. So it just like it's, it makes my morning more positive, more you know, more 
it's, it's really great. It's really a great blessing to have you on my Instagram. I have few followers, and you're one of the great people that inspires me. I'm really grateful. Thank you, brother. All right. All right well, keep me updated, Nazgo. Let me know when you make your first $20,000 a month. You're going to remember this rant. And you're yes, going to remember when I spoke to you. I spoke life into you here this evening here. Yes, because my words just gave you just a bit, just gave you a push. Because what I want you to understand is before I let you go is you're doing everything right, young man. You're doing everything right. You remind me of myself. I don't know if you're in your 20s, but when I was in my 20s, I had a very tough time trying to deal with failure. It was hard. It's like, man, why, why am I not getting this? It's been years, and it was seven years for me, right, not making any money but working every single day on the goal on, on, in the company here. And let me share some with you. The reason why I'm here here today, it's not because I'm smart. It's not because I'm intelligent. It's because I didn't fucking give up. That's it. I didn't quit. It's true. That's the only reason why I'm yeah. here. I didn't, I didn't stop. I was willing to do I mean, it or die in the process. Exactly. All right. Much love, brother. Keep me updated. Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. Does it make sense, folks? You know, it, it's just. Honestly, it's, you know, you guys think I'm just this amazing, just enthusiastic, wonderful genius, <laughs> which probably I am. But, however, I'm responsible because I just didn't give up, honestly, okay? I just didn't give up, honestly. I just wanted it too badly. I just wanted it so bad. I was just wanting to do everything. I didn't care. <laughs> Okay, it's not because I'm Elon Musk. I'm not Elon Musk. I'm not even close. I just made a commitment that I'm going to figure this thing out. And you know, once you really start to really take the risk and educate yourself, you'll realize it wasn't even that difficult, honestly. Okay. What's up, child of God? How are you from San Diego? What's next here? Who wants to go live with me? Can we have a queen here? You know how I feel about my queens. Queens are always first. Ladies, always. You're first, okay? Never forget that. Who wants to live here? Let's see here. I'm scrolling here. Let's see if we can get a young lady to go live here. <laughs> Somebody said, he's spitting. I was a lot. So what? Did you feel it? I'm going live soon. All right, who wants to go live right now here? All right, Thirsty Lady. You, I believe in you. Let me see. Who wants to go live here? any questions here you know you know it's so fascinating that many people ask why millionaires don't talk with them or mentor them and now i'm giving you the opportunity to do that and after 51 people here uh no one wants to go live <laughs> i think because you're lazy honestly some of you're laying in your bed you don't want to turn on your light and I want you to think about that. Like your laziness is the reason why you're 
your bank account is so low because like if you can't get out your bed turn your light on and have a conversation with me when it's like so easy to do how, how, how are you going to persevere in the business when everything goes wrong okay all right mr blanchard here let's go live mr blanchard here he has right 51 million people what's going on mr blanchard how are you hey i'm, I'm happy i'm happy to be on live with the king Wiz. <laughs> man what's going on how you doing i'm doing good listen dude i always i've been watching you for a long time i've been like taking a lot of your advice and i can say it actually works even the fact like when you was like filter out your instagram so i i tell you i unfollowed I was following maybe like four thousand people. Now it's only fifty nine, and it's only people that's like of great stuff that I want to see now. And I'd be around here, I'd be like, I kind of be taking some of your lingos, but I got my my girl saying it. Now you'd be like, high energy, high income, like yes, sir. <laughs> so it's fire. So it's like I feel like sometimes like. Sometimes when I like how I move, sometimes sometimes I, I feel like it's almost like you living through me. So these little rents and stuff, yeah, is it's really working. And I'm an entrepreneur. I do well for myself. I got I do Turl Airbnb and I sell digital products here and there. But I, my problem is is for some reason, like especially with like working out and trying to eat right, I struggle for some reason with being consistent. And I don't know. It's like I'm consistent with the business. But it seemed like when it comes down to like working out, I, I I give myself I go strong for maybe three months, and then after that it just I don't know what happens. It's like I fall off the face. Well, of yeah. So I can answer that question. The thing is, you just don't value your body the way you value the business, mm -hmm. because the business to you is connected to money and lifestyle, which that's very important to a lot of people, right? If you ask people, hey, you want a million dollars or the the body of your dreams people will pick the million dollars every single time so the thing is but see this is how i look at it and this is the reason why i work out a lot because i just don't want to be a rich man i want to be an opulent man i want to be a man that's um high level in our top tier in all areas of life because when you become that type of person not only you become very desirable and respected um life Life gets very easier and you live longer you look better as well right and everything around you tends to almost work in your favor because of the man that you're tr that the man that you're creating because listen a lot of men are not trying to be like this like a lot of men just want to be rich you, you have some men that just want to work out in the gym but say if you you know master both of these areas you know what I mean? Instead of you master both of the areas of even your physical fitness here. And the thing is, you just said you have a girl, right? So mm -hmm. you're in a relationship. So it's just, you don't have a driving, no force to compel you because you're comfortable, right? Yeah, you girl, business is going well. So it's like, what you're really working out for, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying you should work out for women, but it's like, to like me personally, I, I value my myself so deeply that i have to look a certain way right just for myself because even if i look at myself and i look fat or disgusting looking <laughs> unhealthy 
and rolls all of my body. You know, it's just, uh, it's devastating. You know, it really is because I know that's not my best. Mm -hmm. So when I look at that, that's not me because everything that I do, I do top tier, period. That's just how it is. That's just how I am, right? And you just haven't, you don't value that yet. But see, check this out. How long you been with your girl? Uh, um, honestly, we've been messing around with about like a year, maybe. Yeah, so if another guy that's physically fit and attractive takes your girl, you might go to the gym after that and she cheat mm -hmm. on you. And, and let me tell you something, my man. It happens all the time. I mean, you can be making some little money. That's great. But let me tell you something about physical attraction when it comes to a woman. A woman, if you're if you had a certain level of physical attraction, she can be with you. You got a little money. But man, if that man says the right thing at the right time, at the right moment, well, you know, things can happen. So how you prevent that is you become that man, right? Not just with your finances, you come you become that way in your physical appearance as well. You want to make yourself very desirable. See, that's what I do. I make myself extremely desirable because women will gravitate you towards money as well, right? But she'll really gravitate towards you when other women want you. Because they say, damn, he's rich and he's a very attractive person. <laughs> that raises your value as a man. And then, check this out, it causes the woman that is around you, she will cater to you more. Because now she'll be afraid to lose you. So she will do, she will do things for you that she would normally do because she sees that you're elevating. See, when you start working, see, you're not working out right now. She like that. She's like, yeah, he ain't working that good. Ain't nobody really want him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, look, this is how women think. But as soon as you start working out, start looking good, and you start going to the gym, oh, who are you talking to in the gym? Oh, who, who is that? Who? You know, she start to worry. And get you get scared because she see that you're 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 developing, right? Yeah, you're right. So actually, this is, this is what. And one day I'm gonna do a rant just for men uh, about this. Is it is the goal, or it should be the purpose of men to develop themselves in a few areas. And I talked about this the other night on my high value men rant. One, physicality. You know, you need to make yourself as attractive as humanly possible. Extremely possible. Go to the gym five days a week, 90 minutes, two hours every single day. Really work on your body. Eat well. You know, 90% of that's your food should be the best food that you can. You need to eat very well, right? Because that's connected to your energy, your skin, how you look, how you smell. All that's connected to the diet, right? Then Until right. you have your finances, you need to have a ton of money, period. You need to be rich, million dollars plus, right? Then three, you have to have what is called emotional intelligence. You have to learn how to manage your own personal emotions about things that take place that you have no control of. It means you can't be going out of pocket, going crazy, or getting angry, getting mad with anybody, not even your woman. You got to learn to be calm and be a stoic all the time and be rational all the time, even with the one that you love most. Then four is the communication skills. You have to learn how to communicate effectively to people that they not just understand you, they'll become persuaded by you. And then you will unconsciously have control over these people. Make sense? Those are the areas you should master as a man. If you become a master in these areas in life, it's nothing that you can have. Trust me.
So how did you just become like? How did you become so consistent? Like, like, and they say you become consistent when you when you're tired of your shit or you just tired of your situation. And it's like I'm tired of it. And like, problems that like working out. I know why I should work out. I know why I should do it. Of course, you know, because I, I I was always told you need to ask yourself better questions. Well, what happens if I don't work out? What, yeah. how can, like, and I, I know this already. So it just, if it's for some reason, it's just the consistency. Like you said, maybe. Well, yeah, because you're just, you're like I said, you're comfortable, man. Right. It probably is going to take your woman when she cheats on you. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to work out. <laughs> 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 Listen, listen, you know, it will be, it will be amazing if people will just take action based off of pleasure. Now, you know, you'll have a lot of pleasure if you'll work out, work on your body and become this outstanding man. Like it's a lot of pleasure. But unfortunately, people don't move because of pleasure. They move, why? Pain. When they go through shit. This is when people change. And that's how it's always been. It's always just going to be that way. And right now, you got no pain in your life. You know, you just don't got nothing bothering you right now. So, and, you know, in a special type of people like me, like, I'm not, I don't have any pain at all, but I just love it. I don't know, because it's a part of me and who I am. That's how I see myself. You said that got something to do, because you said, I remember, what is you, military background? Yeah, military background. And, and a lot of things that I do as far as my physicality is, when I was younger, I was very skinny. Right, and I hated it. Really? Oh man, boy! If I saw your picture, you'd be shocked. I was small. I was insecure about women, and this is when I was young, like in high school, and I was just so small, and I hated that feeling. Right? I just hated that feeling. Say, oh man, that guy's so skinny. That's you know, because when you're in school, you get teased a lot. So that right there, just thinking about that is probably a motivator for me as well. But now. It's just like habitual, honestly. It's just, <laughs> it's just a habit. It's just so ingrained in me. I don't know why I wouldn't work out. Because if I don't work out, I don't even feel good if I don't work out. Because I've conditioned myself this way. I'll tell you this. Get around people that work out all the time. Who do you hang around now? Who are your friends? Honestly, um, I can, honestly, the more that I realize I've been on my entrepreneur journey, for some reason, I don't got friends and I'm not interested in nobody. Like, I can go by my family, and it's like, it's like I feel like I'm around everybody, but I feel alone. If that makes sense. Like, yeah, it does. It does. So you need to find you some outstanding men to be around. Actually, I do got one person. It actually it is. I do have a coach that I've been paying for his membership, uh -huh. and he's he got the body and everything. But it's just sometimes, like you said, I can be comfortable. And I can be consumed with business, and I'm not valuing my body as much. But and, and but this really got me on track today because it's been about, it's been maybe almost a month I haven't worked out. And he randomly called me and was like, "Hey, Marnell, what's going on? I see you on Instagram making posts, but I ain't seen you in this gym." He said, "I need I need to see you here today at six. Yeah. And I was like, "Damn, all right." You know, I came and and it felt good to be in the gym again. But it's just like I guess like. Like, how do I value it more? Like, well, I mean, at this point, I, I mean, I know the value. So I guess it just boils down to just, to just doing it, right? Right, absolutely, man. It's just like the business. The reason why, I'm sure is the reason why you started you started your company. I why? started the business, start honestly, because, well, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm 25, I got two kids, but what really made me start it is that seeing this, growing up with six brothers and one little sister, just basically just seeing my mom lifestyle, um, and one time, like you said, pain, honestly, I'm going to say pain. 
because when, when I had my first son and I lost my job and my baby mama gave me so much shit and I never wanted to feel like that again. Like I, I never wanted to feel like, dang, just because I lost a job, I felt worthless. So now that that honestly motivated me to like, to where exactly. I want to be great now. So I take money and finances so, so serious. See, so, pain. See, it came from pain. the pain. You're right. It came from the pain. But see, what I want to share with you is, is you don't have to wait for the pain because some pain you don't want to experience, like diabetes, high right. cholesterol, heart attacks, strokes. You don't want to have to go through that stuff. Right? Yeah. But that stuff is inevitable for a lot of people. You know, in their 20s, they just fuck over the 20s. Then 30, now people in their 30s are having strokes, man. It's insane. In their 30s on dialysis. <laughs> like, what the, what the hell is going on? I had a cousin. She was 39 and on dialysis. Can you imagine being on dialysis? Just to let you know what that is. It's just like, you have to go to this place almost two times a week to drain the blood in your body. And if you don't do this, man, the pain is so extreme, you almost want to kill yourself. Because basically your body becomes poison because of your liver and I mean your kidneys. So it's like, why go through all this stuff? Right. You know, because what you do now in the twenties is gonna affect you in the thirties. So why not make better choices, not just for you, but to your two children, because they're looking at you too. Right? right. So you know, me, like I have three children. I, it was important for me to be a excellent example. Do you know when I go to my children's school that I'm the cool dad, man? Oh, my God, look at your dad. He's so big. He's so huge, man. Look at his muscles. And every other dad, fat, big old belly, unhealthy, sluggish, just look absolutely devastating, right? And I'm looking young. I'm looking like a teenager. So they all come to me. Man, I wish I was your dad. I swear to God. These little white girls and white boys. Oh, man, I wish you was my dad, man. My dad don't know. <laughs> I swear to God, I cannot make this stuff up. When my, son, when my daughter was running track, man, I'll come and, man, these kids are coming. You know, they just love my energy. And, and their dad in the bleachers just, Dude, your, you know, got that. Energy real is, your energy is really, really great. I'll be here. Like, like I, I, tell, I listen to you so much. I was so just telling her. I was like, man, because I ain't had no dad. I was like, I was just was my dad. And anytime I say something, you got this little lingo. You be like, it's like, you'll say, okay. You be like, ladies and gentlemen, listen here. I'm talking to you, big head, okay? So it's like that K, <laughs> that, that K means oh, like, a whole K. lot. The K yeah, means like, look, yeah. like, are, yeah. are you listening? Are you hearing me, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> listen, I, I just, and, and honestly, I feel like listening just even, like talking to you, your energy. Now look, no weird stuff. Yeah. But Wes, like I want to say, about five months ago, I had a dream about you, and I was in. I don't know. I don't know if you have a Lamborghini, but I was in. You was. I was in some type of supercar, and how you exactly how you talk is exactly how you was in the dream. But you was like, you was so firm though. It was just like you. It was doing something business, but you was just like, it's like you you so locked in. Like yeah. It was you so so locked in, but now I, I, just, I appreciate you for like talking to me. It's not after this, it's just kind of like boosting me to feel like I could just like it, it just makes me want to be like consistent. Cause again, I really be I be really tuning into what you're saying. Like, I mean, I literally unfollowed everybody every day. I'm getting to Instagram saying, Hey, look, you can't do nothing for two days, 
And then I'm just steady, unfollowing, unfollowing, unfollowing. It's, just, it's small stuff. Yeah. But I really appreciate it. So I just want to say one more thing. Like, what? at what point in your life did you really feel like like you just knew you were just 100% locked in? Like, was it pain? Like, how you say? I'm going to be honest. So you mean locked in to? Like, just, like, like just to, to change, be consistent in business, like, how how do how why and how are you? I only want to say consistent. How are you so persistent? You mean after or before the million? Damn. Um, I want to know both, Wes. I gotta know. <laughs> I, I, I want to know. Well, both. so I'll tell you before the million. Um, so, I, and this is one thing I share with all of you is in my later twenties, I became a voracious reader. Man, I started reading books like crazy because at 21 is when i wanted to be rich right because uh and i told the story many times about when i got fired from the job right and i really put my all into that to that position and you know to be fired like that i was like okay i need another plan but unfortunately you know 21 22 23 25 26 i mean i was just playing around right i, I mean i was in a business but not really working in business because i had a job right so i had security so one day I, you know, I was just reading all these books and I was, and I was always listening to personal development all the time. Right. And I, and I got a lot of that from network marketing because that's what they do. Right. They read a lot of books and they uh, listen to a lot of self-development audio. And then one day I'm just laying in my, my bed and said, you know, Wesley, do you really believe in yourself? And cause I will always say, yeah, I believe in myself. I believe in myself. Right. I believe I can do this. I believe I can run a very successful profitable business. Then it was another voice that said, well, why do you still have your job? Like, if you truly believe in yourself, because I think a lot of us, this is what we say, oh, I believe in myself, I believe in myself. But if you truly believe in yourself, why are you not taking action on the belief? And I was like 31, right? Because I'm like, what's going on? Because I'm getting frustrated, obviously, right? Because these are years of working in business, but not really making any money. So one of my breakthrough moments was I just quit my job, man. I just, I mean, I didn't even quit. I just stopped going to meetings because I was working remote at the time and I was making good money. I was making like 15, 20,000 a month. I was an engineer, right? And I had several contracts at one time and I was remote. So I was just, I was already making pretty good money, whatever. And, but I just, you know, I, I just stopped going to meetings and I stopped doing the work. And I did that for like a month and it's like no one even knew. I was just logging in the hours, but I wasn't going to any because I was like, I was the manager, right? So I didn't really have to do too much anyway. Okay. But um, so during that month, I am just I was just devoting my time to the business because I, I was like, I'm 30 now, you know. I just in my in my head, when my my children turn a certain age, I wanted to be at a certain level financially, right? Because you know you have children as well. It's like you know they're gonna get very expensive. You'll see as you know they get. If you have girls, oh my god. I got a boy. Uh, and you got two boys? A boy and a girl. Oh, you got a boy and a girl. Okay, yeah. So the girl's gonna she's gonna get you in those pockets really good. So and I was like, well, and they were younger, and I said, I need to make something happen. So I just just one day, man, it just happened. It just like I just quit. And then I got fired. I mean, I didn't quit. I just stopped going to work or whatever. And then I finally got terminated or laid off or whatever. And now I was like full force in the fitness 
business. This is when I was running boot camps in Houston, Texas. You know, I was just training people outside and I started making YouTube videos. And I was doing this for a very long time. I and I had a and I had a regimen. It was like I was making YouTube videos, I was training people every single day. And I told myself something. I said, you know what, everything's gonna work out perfectly. I said, everything's gonna work out perfectly. And I credit it to all this information I was reading and all the information I was consuming because it really was reprogramming my mind. And that's what I try to share with you folks. It's when you're listening to like self-development in the beginning, like it sounds good. Like some of the stuff might sound good. It may make sense to you, but you don't really get it yet. And when I say you don't really get it unconsciously, like you consciously understand what I'm saying but it's not unconscious, such as, like, you know your name. I say, hey, what's your name? Boom, you'll tell me. What's your phone number? You'll tell me. Because that's in your unconscious mind. So I was listening to this stuff so much, like Les Brown, Tony Robbins, um, Jerry Clark. I mean, I'm just listening to me over and reading a book, Think and Grow Rich, How to Influence, Influence People. How, and I was reading stuff over and over and over and over. And, you know, the first couple of years, it's like nothing's happening. But all of a sudden... I start taking different actions, such as stop going to work, such as not getting a job and putting my all into the company, into the business. And let me tell you something, for the first two years, or the first three years, I didn't make any major money. You know, I was barely surviving. That was probably the toughest years of my life financially from 31 to 33 because, you know, I didn't, I didn't go back to the cush job anymore. I was out there just really seeing if I was able to take the necessary action to align with the belief that I said, right? So, so I, I went through that. I went through that. Then I learned about meditation. Then I began to master meditation. Then I started to understand more about the mind and the brain and the thoughts and how to manifest and how your thoughts and your emotions, your feelings are directly correlated to the physical projection on how things actually happen. And then, you know, at 35, I made the first million. Jeez. Yeah, 35, man. I just, and, it, you know, just thinking back now, it's just like everything really flowed. Like, it's like once I capitulated and kind of surrendered myself. And when I say surrender, what I mean is when I kind of dis disassociated myself from all the stuff that I wanted. You know, I want a car. I want to travel the world. I want all this stuff. When I began to detach from all that stuff, and meditation helped me with this, it allowed me to detach from all the things that I desired, and then I became very calm and peaceful, even though I had $1,000 in a bank account, right? But I was just calm, and I was peaceful, and I was just working diligently. I was just working every day, just working. But I wasn't thinking too much about what I didn't have and, you know, my bills and my debt that I had and the bad credit. It's like I just detached from everything that was worldly, all the physical stuff, everything, failures. And it's like I was in this vortex. I was just in this bubble. And I was just working. And I was becoming this person mentally exactly who I I am today physically i was that person mentally like two years before i made a million dollars honestly that's just how my mind was right it just because I, I realized that a lot of stuff don't matter like debt it doesn't matter 
bad credit doesn't matter. A lot of stuff that, that we think that matters, it doesn't. But we make it matter, which affects us emotionally. Like if somebody hurts you, you know, oh, that person hurt me. You hurt my feelings. Or you cheated on me. You did this. To me. You know, what we don't understand is people is we are exacerbating. We're pouring gas on those emotions that doesn't have to be that way. Doesn't have to be that way. We could be like, okay, that happened. Okay, what's the solution? What's next? And I learned how to do that. So I disconnected myself from those things or people or other external emotions. And that allowed me to perfect my skill and my trade as an internet marketer. And I got really, really good <laughs> to the point I was just number the one in the world. Market. Are you, are you like a marketing firm or are you just like marketing stuff, like your products on the internet? Just my products on the internet, just digital products, that's it. And I'm glad you said that. All right, now I ain't trying to like, because I'm listening to you, I'm, I'm tuning on everything. So like promise that I have like a digital product, okay. about like a credit ebook. And uh, yeah, I can go on social media talking, but like what's the best way to like really, really put it out there? So like, if you have a program that you're trying to sell is I recommend ClickBank or DigiStore. You know, are you aware of these platforms? You said ClickBank and yeah, DigiStore. DigiStore. Because those are the affiliate marketing platforms where you can put your product online and you can have other people promote it and market it for you or you can market it for yourself. So, so you don't use like Facebook ads or Google ads? Yeah, we do that today. Yeah, I do Facebook ads, Google ads, but I have affiliates as well. We have like an army of a hundred thousand affiliates that promotes my stuff all day long. Yeah. Oh my. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's to me, that's the real game, right? Because when I created FatDeminister.com, FatDeminister.com was my product that you know put me into the seven figure club, and I made a million dollars in one month, and I didn't spend a dime. I just had affiliates. I had a ton of them. I had just like that's why I have a lot of them now. I mean, I had everybody on, on the planet promoting my offers so that's why when we type my name i'm like everywhere right because it's just you know people create videos for you they write blog posts. so it's just i'm inundated on the internet right now right like insane have a, have a yeah yeah absolutely absolutely Damn. but um that's that's the power that's the power of affiliate marketing or you know product creation and this is what i recommend everybody to get like you could do it with your company with you do Turo, right? You do that. I mean, you can teach people this. You can create a course teaching people how to do what you're currently doing. It's intellectual property. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just so, My, I mean, that's what my brother does. Right? My brother, he's younger than me. And, you know, when I made all my money, he was very interested in what I was doing, you know? And he was like, man, what's, what are you doing? How are you doing? I said, he said, well, what can I do? And I said, well, his name is Chris. I said, well, Chris, you are like, you're really good with finances. Like, he's really good with finances and budgeting. And I said, why don't you just become the financial strategist? Just become it, man. And you start teaching people how to get out of debt. And let me tell you something. In two years, my brother made a million dollars online. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> he was making $80,000 a year in an accounting firm. He's not an accountant, but, you know, he's just like in the finance department. Yeah. And he took that knowledge. And he created a webinar, and on the webinar, he sold a course for $197. And now today, he taught himself how to run ads, because it's not that hard, honestly, once you get really committed. And now today, he's a millionaire. Who 
you say like so because I, I do get the webinar because I'm like you ever you ever heard of something called like an entrepreneur eye or like a like an ego eye like focusing like prime example um since i'm i follow a number of entrepreneurs i do see everybody doing the webinars and i get in some of them and it seems like at the end they do promote something of course always we pitch always pitch always like okay so so you would say a webinar of course you know see what my offer is going to be but facebook ads can probably really it's going to make it it really is it's gonna make you do what you gotta do basically. right right because you gotta learn how to promote it right you gotta learn how to run ads i mean that's another class you have to take I mean, everything you can learn on youtube honest. i'm gonna be honest with you okay. everything is on nah, youtube i'm not gonna lie that i learned a lot about the turtle business like i and i scaled that pretty fast like i thought i was doing something making like I'm right now I'm like i'm like at like seventeen thousand a month of course you know every business got its expenses so seventeen thousand seventeen thousand but yeah, yeah, that's good. That, you know, I could even be doing that. Like, it just, it feel good just for me to be where I'm at, just solely betting on myself. Because I don't think a lot of people understand, like you, like you were saying the other day, it's, 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 it's nice and dandy being an entrepreneur, but the, it playing so many roles in different positions and personalities of different people is something. Oh, yeah. It's yeah absolutely. That's... Something. And I can only imagine how it's going to be when, when I can at least, I ain't going to say get to your level, but just just to see what it feels like to have that. I, I don't even got to make a million dollars a month. I mean, if I could just make it just a million in a year. Like or, 100 grand a month, right? Uh, at least a, oh boy. Listen, if you can make 17,000 a month, trust me, bro, you there. Trust me. You think so? The tough part is getting that first. Oh, trust me. And any company, like just becoming profitable, or even making money, it's very first. It's hard to make money. Then it's hard to be profitable. And if you're already profitable, man, all you need to do is scale. And what I suggest, you need to start teaching what you know to other people. I mean, a lot of young cats are doing it right now. That's what they do. Right. I know this one guy I went live with. He's younger than you, and that's what he's doing. I mean, he yeah. does. Let me see what he does. He does like the sneaker thing. I think the shoot. He does no. He does the Amazon stuff, yeah. and he has classes, and he charged people like. 600 bucks just to be a part of his group or something he have a group and then you have people paying them per month you can do that easily you can have a class you have people paying you 100 200 a month and every you, they, they just in a special group where you just teach them what they do the tour business and you gotta think about it people paying you 200 bucks a month 200 times 100 do the math man what Damn, it, okay. it's easy money man that i mean then there's no Snow overhead. Yes. <laughs> Snow overhead. That's the great thing about the internet business. It's just like it's really no overhead at but, but, all. It's pure wouldn't profit. you pay more in taxes though? Unless you know like some ways to write off certain stuff. Yeah, yeah, but don't worry about that until you start making like five hundred thousand plus, right? Because once you start making that type of money, then you can start talking to your accountants and they'll show you what you gotta do. You know what I mean? But okay. don't let that stop you from making millions and millions of dollars because you understand okay. the game especially the game of taxes which you can watch youtube to learn how to do taxes i mean everything on youtube i mean uh, yeah i feel like youtube can teach you how to be a millionaire you just got to do it of course you just got to do it it's, it's it's for free the youtube is the new tech library of the world man you know it, 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 it really it's free college <laughs> it is free 
It's a, it is a free college. I mean, you have Stanford lectures on there, Harvard lectures. I mean, it just it's there, right there in front of you. <laughs> so, Wes, you ever watched something called Social Dilemma? No, I never seen that. Uh. You know, I've I've watched Social Dilemma, and it tells you about um, it's like a it's like an eye opener. It tells you why, like like basically social media and for everything is for and how they brainwash people. But they said it's basically for. It's for people to make money. Everything they do, heart button, like button. They oh, said, yeah, I did see that on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah, that. I did. See. Oh, oh, you're saying that, yeah. So Facebook, Netflix. yeah, it creates the avatar of you. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it'll blow your mind. Like, I, I told, I, I shared this with a lot of people that is doing that new AI trend, you know, people doing this thing on TikTok, and they're uploading their face. And they're making these characters. And you got these anime-looking people. Exactly yeah. yeah, yeah. So what people don't know, because <laughs> they don't read, like, you're giving them permission to use your face. They're going to use your face. They have access to your data, your phone. It's it Like, it's actually on mm -hmm. the site, if you read the terms. Like, if you ever did it, you're giving them permission to access everything on your phone, like your apps and things of that sort. And they will use the pictures as well. They're going to use the pit. You give them access to not just use them, to monetize them. <laughs> and everybody just think it's cool. They're doing it. But they're giving their data away. And it's in the terms of conditioning. So you got to be very careful when you just, just free stuff. That sounds cool. I mean, because the game... The internet game is data, man. They want to know what you're doing, how you're doing it, where you're clicking, how long you're on this app, what do you like, what you don't like. Because data is very, uh, this is this is monetizable. Damn. So, yeah. I mean, these people don't realize they're just giving all the information away, you know, everything. They're going to, it comes going to monetize on the stuff. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Because you got to install, you got to install the app. So you install it, and um, so when the app hits your phone, and you're giving the app permission to monitor you, you don't know this because you just get the app, but it's in the terms. Whoa! So people, so we're 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 not reading the terms. No, no. I mean, of course not. Who reads the terms, right? No one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I found up. I, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. And that's how I learned about, like, I never did it. I, I didn't want to do this OAI stuff anyway. But, you know, it was like he was talking about it. And he said, man, these people don't even realize that they're, they're doing all these, these uploads. But, man, they're giving this company permission to basically monitor their entire phone, man. You know, see what apps they have. Because if I know what they do, then that's how they can sell advertisements. Yeah. yeah, and people just don't even think twice about it. So that means I need to really hop into the Facebook ads and, and let the AI do its thing. I mean, of course, you know, I got to oh, – that's what I'm going to ask you. So is it really true? Because I was reading this little book, like Digital Marketing. And so it basically – everything is about behavior and numbers and, like, creating, like, avatars. Like, hey, my name is Martinelle. Martinelle has two kids, and he does this, or he may do – is it really, like, building an avatar? Wait, wait. Say it again. You so kind of like, broke up. So, like, we're running – Facebook ads, right? Is it really like, because they, this is a book I'm reading, it's like, it was like, it's called like digital marketing. And they said basically, you really just create an avatars. 
like, hey, this is Martinell. Well, okay, so or something like that. The reason why Facebook ads, everybody gravitates towards that because Facebook has a lot of data about people. They have a lot. So they know your age, they know your birthday, they know your interest, they know how much you spend, they know how many credit cards you have. So the more data you have, then you're able to take that, what is called the demographic, you're able to cater that to your audience, such as like you're in the tour business, right? So you would just want to find people who are entrepreneurs. And then if you want to teach the tour business, you're going to say, okay, what demographic will want to buy this or even do this? Is it 20-year-olds? Is it 30-year-olds? So on Facebook, you can just cater your entire marketing to the demographic that you're going to sell to that you can select from, from Facebook. Because Facebook gives you a lot of different data points, man. It's insane. I mean, Facebook is just the best advertiser right now. It's, it's tough sometimes because you get banned. But, um, you know, it all depends on what industry you end up. But they just, they know so much. They know so much about the person it's insane so you can select all these different data points to find your perfect that what you said your avatar your perfect demo perfect demographic and just sell to them all day long what yeah so it's yeah. like so, so the ai basically does all the work for you in a way like, well i mean well facebook is not an ai right so you have to set it up you have to test mm -hmm. But once you figure it out, you can have an ad that's just running on autopilot. Absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. you know, it depends on what your CPA is, which is called your cost per acquisition. But yeah, you can have an ad like right now. We run ads that we just we just run them and we don't have to touch them. As long as the CPA is a certain number, we're good. You know, that's called Jeez. your cost per acquisition. Yeah. So it just you just. Let it run until it can't run anymore, and then you just create a new one, right? And you continue to do it because there's a lot of testing on Facebooks. You got to test ads, you got to test the copy, test the demographic, test male, female. It's like a need in a haystack. But once you figure it out, oh, it's just it's game over. It's it's a ton of money. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of money. It's crazy. Okay. And I, and you said, I mean, okay, I guess I might as well just be looking on YouTube because I know they, they do say. Like, I'll I be trying to tell people, like, some people, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go get this BMW, and I'm about to put it on tour, I'm about to make money. And I feel like, actually, you need to you need to go look at the data. Like, we got to make data-based decisions. Like, prime example, all my cars in my fleet are white besides one, and well, actually two. Because I looked up, I, I looked it up on Google, and I was like, dang, what's a popular color? Everybody like white. This is another influencer that I follow. All her cars are white for some reason. Mm. My car they gone. So now I'm just like, hmm, white cars, white and silver. That's and they smart. Get, that's they're that's smart. They're gone. That's called research and development. Yeah, that's smart. And, you know, people, unfortunately, they don't think that way. And that was smart. You saw another influencer that's already doing it, and he told you why he did it. And it makes sense because people do select cars based off color as well. Yeah. Man, Wes, I appreciate talking. I'm telling you, I feel like I I'm about to wake up, but I'm going to go to sleep wake up and be a whole new person. Man, yeah, you should go to the gym tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, I did I did go tonight. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Good. All right, there you go. I think it went at like 6 p.m., but I ain't going to lie. And, and this is why I know that the environment is key, because my apartment is set up in a way where it's not so many snacks. But it seemed like every time I go to my mom's house, 
I look at I call that like the diabetes house because like when I go in there, they got cookies, chips, pizza. I mean, they got every juice you can think of, and it's just like I feel like I'm in like it's like my willpower goes completely down when I'm in that house. I mean, completely. Yeah, I know, I know, man. You get the nostalgia, man. You think about it when you was a kid, then you're like, man, I want to drink all this good stuff, this juices. But yeah, you got to change the environment, man. Maybe I tell mom you can't come over as much. Yeah, for real. Dang. But I like what you said when you said you quit your job. Because I think I read this in Think and Go Rich. It was basically saying, like, you got to cut all the ties and burn the ships. Burn, yeah, burn the bridges, man. Yeah, like, burn it. Absolutely. It keeps you from ever going back, right? Burn the bridges, especially when you're going forward. Like, if you have 17K per month right now, so it's like, think to yourself, what do you need to let go or what do you need to bring in your life so you can go to 30K a month? Wait, say that again. You said, what do I need to... What, Wait, what do you need to eliminate or what do you need to augment, add to your life to go to 30K? Because you're going to be a different person at 30K. That's you know, that's almost double what you're currently making now. And to do that, you yeah. have to, you got to think even, you have to think more outside the box. I mean, you're thinking outside the box now, but now you got to stretch it. You got to stretch it. Damn. So that is true that when they say that each level up of you requires a different version of you. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, you know, from like where you are now to 100K a month, um, you'll be a totally different man, bro. What? Of course. I mean, seventeen k. Like I, I mean, I was making twenty k at a job. So when people, when they say, "Man, how did you just go?" So what people don't realize about me, like I was already making good. I was making pretty good money according to what people make at a job, right? Yeah. If I'm making twenty k. Who makes twenty k a month at a job? You know, not a lot of people. So my mentality, I knew I could do it with a job. So twenty, so twenty k at a business wasn't going to be fascinating for me. Mm. I needed one hundred and fifty thousand. That was my first goal. It was one hundred and fifty thousand a month. I needed that. And the the crazy part is I ended up making a million in a month. This dude, okay, gotta have a you go you must got because because I mean I feel like well I mean I don't know unless you just straight digital but you gotta have a team right like like well of course yeah. We have a team now. But you know the funny part with the crazy part? So when I made that first million, it was just me in the beginning. It was just me. And two weeks later, I hired this girl from Columbia. And I yeah, yeah, because I needed her to answer the to answer the email. I was getting like a thousand support tickets a day. Because we was doing a thousand sales a day. Wait, selling what? The ebook. Weight loss book. That's it. You know, that's funny because one of my, I went to this, um, I call him like my mentor because I went to one of his seminars and he really showed it. He made a million dollars off a $27 ebook. Oh, yeah. My, my book was $37. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah man. So, and so you did that running Facebook ads. Oh, no. Man, see, that's, that's, that's the, that's the juicy part of the story is I didn't spend any money for like two years. <laughs> Because nah. remember, I had affiliates. Uh... Affiliates was promoting my product. And I was number one on ClickBank. Like, I was the number one product in the world on that platform. So I was making money from 
everywhere, man. It was just, I was making money from emails. I was making money from partnerships. I was making money because they converted into Portuguese. They converted into French. So I made like, in those two years, I made almost like $25 million. Wait. Yeah, man. I mean, that was like a unicorn of an offer. You know, it doesn't happen often, but when you hit it, whenever you see a product on clickbank.com and it's number one, that person's easily doing a couple of million dollars a month, man. And that's just on the platform. That's not even all the other money they're making because it's, it's insane. Be a clickbank. Yeah, clickbank. That's why I started. I started on clickbank.com. The next time I go live with you, I'm going to be making 30K. I'm going to be making 30K a month. Of course you will. And, and, and I'm going to show you my, I'm going to show you my statements. I love it. I love it. Damn. You will, man. Trust me. Going from 17 to 30, easy. Damn. Easy. And it's not about just doing more work. It's about really thinking and asking yourself, okay, what do I have to do to go from 17 to 30? It's not more work. It's not. Do I need to raise my prices? Do I get get more call cars? Do I need to delegate? Or do I need to just create a course? Or do I need to create a group and have people pay me $99 or $200 a month and teach them what I'm doing here? Wait, you talking about like a subscription? Yeah, of course. Damn, I think I like the idea of the course and the ebook. You talking about the ebook, I mean, and I got ebooks, so now I just got to see. I do think I think you talking about when you mean course, of course, I guess it should be video. I mean, me talking, obviously. Right, right. I mean, cause I, I do the ebook, but like now today, I do videos, right? Like overnight millionaire genie script. Some of these courses that we do, they're all they're all either audio or they video. And that shit, and it's and it's making you a killing. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, insane. Insane. Next year we're gonna do a hundred million dollars. Wait, what? Because I'm going into I'm going into the supplement space. You going to the who I, oh supplement sub, supplement Yeah, I got a friend, my one of my best friends in Romania. He's doing ten million dollars a month right now with supplements. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Actually, no, I can believe that because um the gym dude I got he got he got his gym um and, and everybody pay him good, but he said that Herbalife. He joined in with them, and he's selling everybody's products. And he said he making in their routine life. And he said like almost like twenty thousand a month just off Herbalife. Of course, man. I mean, just oh yeah, weight loss supplements, man. You know, I never wanted to get into the physical product business because I just love the digital space. But um, I'm always about challenging myself. But when I found out my friend was making this type of money, I said, "Hold up, man. Hold you got to tap in. Let me get a little." Bit bit of that you know let me taste some of that Wait, for a you, gotta, you gotta say something for us god damn. don't worry it's a, bro we live in a, a universe of abundance it's more than enough for everybody to eat because even a hundred million is a sliver of the pot man just a so, little sliver now, just a little sliver you know i seen now a while ago you had an ad and i don't know if, and i think i seen that same ad on like you did as a youtube video you was talking in front of it was some car, but this, I mean, this was super old. He was talking in front of a car. So, like, and I know that I guess people like to see nice things, right? So, I got like, yeah. if I was to do an ad, me talking about, let's say, like my credit ebook, and I got, I drive like a 2022 Mercedes Benz in E Class E350. If I, me, do you think if I was to do an ad and, you know, me talking about, I guess, like my little small little credit journey or whatever, and like me having that, that the white Mercedes in the background, do you think that will like 
that'll like make people kind of take me serious. Absolutely. Or... I think if I was you, this is what I would do. If you have, how many white cars do you have? Uh, one, four, five, six, about six white cars. So if I say, you know what, I'll do a video like this. I say, hey guys, my name is, what's your first name? Martinell. So my name is Martinell, and I know you're looking at all these white cars, and there's a reason why I have nothing but white cars behind me. Mm. And these white cars are bringing in $20,000 a month. Let me tell you how, because I run a tour business, and the color is important to the success of what you're doing if you ever want to be in this business. Listen, in the link below, I'm going to show you exactly why these cars are white and what you can do with almost no money to do what I'm doing, to leave your job, and to make seventeen to $20,000 a month in your sleep. Never work at another job for the rest of your life. I mean, that's what I would do, just See, to give you an example. This shit down pack, it's just like, it's like, you just, it's, it, it, I think I learned this in other words, like, the way you did that, it was almost like, is is it conscious competence? Oh, or? yeah. No, no, oh, yeah, I see. It's unconscious competence. Unconscious competence. Yeah. It's like, it's, Rolling. I can do it on autopilot. I can do an ad on autopilot. Honestly, I did like a thousand of them. I did so many. I can do an ad. I can do. I can create programs in a night. I can do ads just just like this. It just comes out because of practice, right? Just the repetition of it. Exactly. Damn. So that means I need to look at the calendar. I need to block all all the cars, but maybe specifically just the white ones. But I think, I mean, yeah, I can do the white ones. I can block them all out and put them all on the back. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. I mean, I was just, I'm just, I'm always thinking about angles, right? You know, angles. Yeah, and I don't think right. anybody's running any Toro ads right now. I haven't seen any right. Toro or teaching them how Dang. to do it. You know, the Toro tricks you don't know about, you know, something like that. Right. Um, you know, you just get creative with it, man. Just get creative with people tell your story a little bit and say i got a free training and i can show anybody i'm only 25 years old so if you're in your 20s i got your back and i can show you how to do it click the links free training don't have to buy nothing if you don't want to but listen i'm gonna show you what the new rich is doing because i'm the new rich and i want you to be the new rich as well see how i just did that just just off the cuff <laughs> <laughs> I'm the cover. Trust me, once you do it a thousand times, bro, it'll just flow out of you. It'll be too. You'll be an yeah. ad creating machine. Uh, listen, I'm not gonna lie. You remind me of the same dude I went to in, the, in um. That say he did a million off this ebook, and we was in his seminar. We was somebody on the bus asked him. They was like, he would. They was like, runway. How are you so good at just these ads? Like, prime example was we was on the bus. And the bus was coming over like some rocks. It was bumpy. And he said, watch this, y'all. He said, he pulled out his phone. was like, hey, is your credit is your credit this rocky and this bumpy? If so, click the link in my bio. Get the DIY credit repair. I'm like, yo, like, how the hell? Like, Of course. That's how our minds work, man. We just, like me, I'm just super creative. So I'm always thinking of analogies and metaphors to compare to people's lives to use it. Because these are hooks and pattern interrupts. And another thing you should study when you start really getting really great with ads, study NLP, Neural Linguistic Programming. Because there's so many tricks, man. I mean, I have one ad that... <clears throat> neural Linguistic Programming. Neural Linguistic... Wait, hold on. Time out. Wait, you might, you might got to record this. Hold on. Huh? Neurolic? No, neuro neuro. Oh, neuro. Neuro Linguistic. Programming. Neuro linguistic 
program. Yeah, when you look it up on YouTube, you'll see it. You'll learn tricks. Of, I have a program right now called Mass Control, but I'm not selling it. I'm, I sell it for $1,000, though, but okay. I just haven't. It's just there right now. I just haven't had time to put a bunch of marketing about it. What but I teach, I teach, well, I teach how to control people, honestly. Like, every video that I make, it's, 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 <laughs> like, I'm very conscious of what I'm doing to people. Like, even on my rents, like, I use a lot of techniques to keep you guys engaged, to keep you guys to watch this stuff over and over again. It's, it's, it's insane. Uh, yeah, absolutely, it's man. Addiction. But it's, it's, it's actually techniques. And I teach that in mass control. Like, you know, it's for, it's like, rapport, pattern interrupts, conversational hypnosis. Like, I teach all this stuff in that program. You a to play with. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah, once you get, let me tell you something. Once you get really, really good at this, bro, it's just, you're going you're gonna to have power over people in ways. But I say only use it for good. Because you can use this stuff for evil. This is what, this type of stuff is what cults and churches uses to have this massive amount of influence in politicians. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's insane, honestly. And it works very well. He said it's called mass. So you ain't you didn't even drop it yet. Well, I, I did drop it uh, a while back. It's still out there. I just, I just, I got so many programs. A lot of it, I just haven't sold. I'm just focused on some other stuff. But eventually, I, I might bring it back out and just sell it again. I just haven't put any marketing or any attention on it. it. It's, it's given like forty-eight laws of power vibes. Yeah, yeah, but it's deeper than that. I mean, forty-eight laws of power is just the surface stuff. This stuff is like science-based, like it's for like embedded suggestion or direct suggestion, even using your voice or even your tonality in a certain way to influence people and to get them to do what you want them to do now. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's, you ain't, you it's a hypnotic stuff. <laughs> Boy, what? Yeah, you, you master. You know, I, I got to say, is it true that the the body and the mind does not care about you being successful. I think I think I learned that from you as a matter of fact. Um, so I said the brain I think I said something to the fact that the brain doesn't know doesn't know that you're poor or average mm -hmm. and the brain doesn't uh it's not created for you to be successful. There right? you go. Yeah, yeah. It just the brain is only there for you to survive. That's it. Which means you have to train the brain to, because you know the brain is just hardware, right? Just it's like a it's like a hard drive. It's all what it is, and whatever you program the hard drive to do is what it's going to do. It doesn't really care what you program it with. Whatever you give it, it's just what it's going to do. And this is why I talk so deeply about repetition. And people really don't understand this repetition is the mother of skill. They hear it, but I don't think they truly understand the power of it because, like. How do you think you remember every rap song or song? If your favorite song comes on, you just start to sing it or you start to rap it, right? <laughs> Automatically. You ever just thought about that? Like, how do you do that when you never even studied it? You never wrote it down, but you can rap it with, with ease. You know, every word. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's the mind. Um, yeah. It's very powerful. It's complex, but very, very simple. But the repetition of it, it just, it's automatic, man. If you just listen to something over, that's why I tell people that want to communicate better. If you would just listen to great communicators for six months, 
your tonality, the way that you speak, the way you pronounce words, it would just change automatically. <laughs> it would just, because I did. Plus, can really change somebody's life than it did in five years? Huh? Do you, do you think somebody's life can change drastically in six months than it ever did in five years? Uh, uh, absolutely, but it, it depends on what type of level of change you're talking about. Well, let's just say, like, I kind of want to learn. I was thinking about learning, like, drop shipping and, like, e-commerce. Um, I guess, like, to add, like, because I got one Airbnb, but I think I would say my main business is Turo. So I was thinking, like, should I focus more on Turo? Or I feel like, I mean, I mean, personally, I think, I mean, Turo is nice and all. Well, I mean, I actually, it got to the point where now I'm doing private rentals, so I make way more money the private rentals. But now I'm thinking that I should add a skill to really, really, master and you know understand like you know the the digital real estate like digital e-commerce like it's i just feel like that that's where the world going so like wouldn't it be okay for me like to focus yeah dude you know my rental business but still it, like it's okay to learn this other skill on the side and like focus a lot on it to where maybe in six months i'm not gonna say i can master it but i could be damn sure good at it right i i'll suggest this to you the Turo business your next step up with that is to have it run without you that's mm -hmm. what you need to do you need to hire somebody get somebody delegate and they run that business you just oversee but they do all the pickups the cleaning you don't do none of this shit right you just you you're in the, right now in that phase of the tour business you need to be in the delegation phase that it can run independent of you so you can run other stuff make sense no you right like i got certain automations but it's not it's not 100% automated. Oh, no, it needs to be 100%. Because Turo can be 100%. I mean, you're going to have somebody just to run it all for you, man. Totally. You teach them whatever they need to know, blah, 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 blah. And you let them just, you let them do it. And they Damn. just report to you. Just make sure the people that you scout out, you know, someone you can trust. And yeah. right. someone, that you can, someone you can control. It's very important. Man, I, I might I might need the 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 masters you got going on. <laughs> Mass control. Yeah, yeah. That that's one thing. And see, this is one day I'm gonna write a book about this though. But like when you hire people, especially when you hire somebody like the second to you, like number two, you gotta make sure this is very important. It's kind of it's kind of dark, but it's just it's the truth. You have to make sure you can control these people. You gotta have a level of control over them. And you'll know when you have control over people. If you have somebody that's like a, what's the, uh, um, what's those dogs that you can't control? Like think about the dogs you can't control. You want to control it, but you can't. You just he's unpredictable. You never hire a person like that. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never. You only want to hire a person that you know you have absolute control of this person, hundred percent. You know, you don't treat them badly enough, but you know you have control over them. That Whatever you say, they're going to listen to. And they're not going to never buck. They're never going to kind of go outside of what you're saying. Never. And you you, you should be able to know these type of people. If you don't, you need to get my course mass control so you can learn. No, I'm not going to lie. I, I, for the most part, now this may sound kind of messed up, mm -hmm. but he's telling me that I'm like the master manipulator because – it's like I, it's like I feel like it's a natural gift of like I feel like I, feel like I can read people very well. That's good. So it's good. Like, yeah, yeah. It's that, and that's a great skill. You got the gift of the gab, and that's good. You wanna you wanna be this way. And manipulation is not a bad thing, by the way. 
We all manipulate. Some people just do it better. Manipulation itself is just changing one's thoughts about something. That's it. And getting them to side with your thoughts. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're not trying to. It sounds so dark, though. I mean, but it's the truth, though. Huh? It sounds so dark, but it's just... But, of course, I mean, it's, it's the raw truth, though. I mean, it's just what it is. Yeah, it's just how people... Well, see, you have to understand something about people. People don't read... Uh, they just regurgitate what other people say. So when you use the word manipulation, everybody just thinks evil, you know, but they don't realize everybody is doing it. We manipulate our kids every day to get them to eat greens versus candy. I mean, we're, we're, we're always manipulating people, right? But yeah. people, they just, usually the people that hate to be manipulated because they just not good at it, right? And they want to be good at it. Um. <laughs> Right, so they just get envious and jealous of you because you're so smooth. You, you know, you know how to do it very well. Cause I'm like, it's like so quick on your feet. It's I'm so quick on my feet. It's crazy. Exactly. Like, I mean, that's that's uh, that's trace of a great entrepreneur. You have to be quick on your feet. You have to always know what to say at the right time, at the right moment, all the time. You're right. It's almost like. Walk into a room, feeling there, feeling somebody out, feeling their emotions. So it's like you know how to talk to this person. Exactly. What to say to this person is just, it's just so it's it's so amazing. Like, like I, I got so good at reading people to the point where actually I'm beyond. I feel like sir, I feel like a lot of the intuition. Like one time, I was at the hospital with my little brother, my mom, and the doctor was telling her something, and and I looked at her. And she just listened to believe everything he said. And I looked at her. It's like something in my body turned up. And I was like, my like, he just told you some bullshit. I was like, I don't think you should. I don't think you, I ain't said bullshit, but I was like, I don't think you should believe that. And and um, she was like, shut up. You always think you know what you're talking about. And I was like, I don't know how I know. I just know because they basically they went up on his medicine. I was like, my, I don't think something in my body is saying that he just telling you something to get you out of there. She cussed me out. And then the next few days he started foaming out the mouth all stuff crazy and they took him as a doctor and what happened and then they said the medicine was too high and I was just like wow. I was like I don't I don't know how like like how do you explain that? You see what I'm saying? Well I mean it's because you're intelligent. <laughs> I understand. That's all what it is. It's just listen, if a doctor unfortunately people when they listen to a doctor, doctor has automatic authority. You see a guy with a white mm -hmm. coat come in we automatically go into what is called the unconscious state of mind, like the theta state. And whatever that person said, we just listen because we think that that person has more intelligence, more education than we do. So we never think about doctor can be wrong. You know, doctor could be guessing. Doctor could be just pushing drugs on you because that's just what you want anyway, right? And, you know, doctors, they want to do because that's what the drug companies are giving them to push the drug. That's how they get paid, right? Mm. It's a big game, right? So you just understand that just because a person say this is what it is doesn't mean it, that it is, right? It doesn't matter if it's a doctor or a preacher or a lawyer. Who cares? Um, you have, have a brain. You have a mind. So you say, hey, I, I don't. I think you should do more research. I think you should add a, ask about the side effects. Well, what can happen if she continue to take this? Tell me the side effects. What what may happen to her? And is it possible to use home remedies, right? So you were just thinking, I call that an outlier. I don't know if you ever read that mm -hmm. book by um, Malcolm Gladwell, but you're like an outlier. And an outlier, they're just the people that just, 
they always go against the grain. No, <laughs> I'm really family. I'm I'm really like that. And it's the crazy thing is, which they always to call they used to pick on me, call me sensitive, call me crazy. But fast forward, I'm doing better than not not trying to be like I'm humble, but I'm doing better than all my brothers and sisters. That's good man, That's I'm doing good. It's nothing wrong with saying that. Absolutely. Now they're gonna follow suit, and, and they do. They. Like, but sometimes I don't, I don't be feeling too comfortable because I feel like I don't know how they view me, but it's like I feel like I get special treatment, but I don't like it because I don't really know if it's genuine because it wasn't like that growing up. Oh, so it's like, oh yeah, don't worry about the whole genuine thing because understand this. It's just like if you see a girl that's beautiful, you see a girl that's not beautiful, but they're both the same girl, you know, same age, same height, same personality. The man's going to give the more, more attention to the girl. Why? Because he's just more beautiful. So the thing is, you know, your brother's giving you more attention because you're, you're doing well. So it, it's not about, well, are they doing it because I'm doing well? Yeah, well, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's not being disingenuous because the person admires you. They admire your success. Right? Mm -hmm. they, they admire you. So anybody would admire a person mm -hmm. doing well. Yeah. I like the way you never thought about it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just because that's how some men are like that when it comes to women. They say, well, I want to make sure a woman loves me for me and not my money. But what a man don't understand, like your money, the way that you provide is a part of you as a man, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, right. Because you won't, you won't want your daughter to be with a broken man, would you? Absolutely not. Yeah. So, you know, and then a man should want – should not want a woman to be a part of his life with the broken part of him. Why? Why would a woman want to be do that? Why would you want a woman to love you broken? And that's how some men. And that's because of their low self esteem, and they have not disconnected or disassociated with their the old self. It's still there, you know, the insecurities, the just the doubt, the uncertainty that a lot of men have. You know, they don't know if they can do it, so they they stay there mentally. So that's why when they, they deal with women, they were like, "Well, I'm not taking her here. I'm gonna take her. I'm gonna take her here because, you know, I gotta see if she, really, <laughs> I gotta see if she's willing to go to bed again instead of stay for <laughs> Nah, you're right though. Wow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like that. So, it, it, and, you know, at the end of the day, you have to really think about, and this is how I think about life. It's just a game, man. Life is nothing but a game. And some people play and they lose. And some people play that they win. And the people that win is they understand that's just how it is. Like you might say, well, well, it shouldn't be like that. You know, somebody should just love me for me even though I have nothing. But it's not like that. It, and it never be like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like a woman. If she doesn't have like a big butt and a big breast, I mean – the, the guys are always going to look at the girl with the big butt and big breast, and you don't. And maybe you're the best thing ever, but you don't look. You just don't have the look. So it just she, the man is never going to gravitate towards you. You might say, well, that's wrong. I have a mind. I went to school. I'm educated. I'm nice. But, yeah, but no, they, they don't care about that, right? And that's just starting. You have to see the world as it is. And mm -hmm. now you can become a winner because you see how it is. Right? I have a Lamborghini. I have two Lamborghinis, right? Yeah, I bought it for me too, but I bought it for 
people as well because people that have Lamborghinis, people treat you better. <laughs> it's automatic. No, right. It's like it's like being in a dealership, like versus I see how, I seen how me working dealership before I seen how people get treated um when they got bad credit. Like I have good credit. So even I walk in it and I tell my Haley, you know, I got good credit, they treat you just so good. Of course. They treat you so good. Uh, like, of course. Because see, they are you gotta understand some of our people too. There are especially salespeople, right? If you're like working for a car dealership. You know, when you walk in, in their minds, because they've seen thousands of people, right? Mm. So they already have, they have you in a certain box. Mm. You know, they're like, oh, I know this guy probably going to waste some time, blah, 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 this guy's <laughs> going to do this. You know, you know, that's just how, you know, it's just how the people think, you know what I mean? Because if if they know, like, this certain type of person, you know, whether he's black, white, whatever, but they say, well, if they had, like, 50 people that were just like you, and had bad credit, and they trying to get their card notes to be down. They say, "Oh man, it's gonna be another one, right?" So they may treat you right. that way until they run the credit. Then they're like, "Oh hey, how you doing? What's going but, on?" Blah blah blah. Uh, but if Let's you follow it. this way, this is where the snack machine is. Like, oh, oh absolutely. You need some water, sir. You want Perrier? What, what do you want? You want Boston? Right? Oh, absolutely. Sir. And you and you just gotta just laugh at it. You know, and it's cool because that's how. It's going. Like right now, I'm getting ready to buy another car, right? And I'm calling the guy, and when I first talked to him. I say, yeah, I'm looking for some. I'm looking for a car right now, man. You got something I like? I need to know what I need to do to get in. Oh, okay. Um, well, just fill out the credit app, man. And I was like, okay, where is the credit? App? Oh, you can just go. So, uh, he wasn't really like motivated to help me because I was on the phone. But as soon as he ran my credit, he was like, hey, man, man, uh, um, man. They they said you got the financing, and man, I'm. They said you can have whatever you want. <laughs> Let me know if you want me to do do some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> It was so funny. He said, if you need me to do a FaceTime video to show you the car pictures, you know, I'm, now this man's calling me out. I mean, I'm like, but, you know, it is what it is. Damn. That, and like, it's messed up, but like you said, life is a game, so that's going to stick with me, too. I just got to see it for what it is. Yes, Honestly. see it for what it is. And you would rather be that person than to be the other person. Damn. Like, you don't want to be the person that doesn't have the Turo business, doesn't have this, and not making the money that you're currently making. Like, you don't want to be like your brothers because those are the losers. They're losing. Right. right? They, they want to be like you. Right? So, you know, to me, it's a blessing to be in that situation. You know, you want to be right, right there, you know, because then you can sift and sort with people. You can take people in. You can cut them off when you want to. You can do whatever you want because you are the man. You're the guy that they got to come to, and they're they going to cater their behavior to make sure we keep you happy because obviously, you know, they want some reciprocation. They want you to help them out. So they're going to treat you very nicely. That's what you're saying, right? They're going, they're going to be like, be very different towards you. And they should because you know why? You're not the same kid that you were 10 years ago. You're different. You're different. You're another person. And that's what sometimes I think as men and women, we forget when we start to evolve and companies are in our business, even though we're doing well, it's like it's a part of us that still think that we're the same person or something, right? Mm -hmm. So when people treat us differently, we're like, well, why are you treating me differently now? Mm -hmm. I'm still that. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not the. You're not that guy anymore. You're different, and mm -hmm. you got to realize that you have evolved. You're no more the guy who you were ten years ago. All you're right. not that guy anymore. <laughs> Then how come it seems like 
yeah, I, I like other people say I'm doing so good, but why does it always feel like I feel like I'm not doing enough? Well, so you're probably just one comparing yourself to other people that's doing better than you, right? Mm -hmm. And or two, you just have a drive to do more, and ain't nothing wrong with that. You know, that's that's where your drive is. You just have, you just want more because you know more is available. And, and you're around people who are not doing much of anything. Honestly. So, I would suggest, yeah, I would suggest you just get around people who are doing much better than you and spend more time with them. Um, Makes sense? Because they're not going to tell you, oh, man, you're doing so amazing. It's going to be their normal, right? It is. But the other people, they're like, you know, they kind of like sycophants. You know, they just all your praisers admire. Oh, my God, man, you know, he, man, he's doing his thing, man. He got these many cards. He just, man, you know, that's my son. That's my brother right down there. That's my brother. That, that's know? really how it be. Oh, I know. I know. Oh. That's how it is. You know, that's, that's it's just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it, and it feels good in the beginning. Trust me, it feels yeah, great. I, I like, yeah. Yeah, but you got to think about it. You're comparing yourself to a bunch of losers, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? And who wants to be compared to losers, right? You want to be compared to somebody that's actually doing something in life and actually just like you. Mm. So you got to evolve, man. You got to get around a different group. And so I got to make myself as attractive as possible. So that means, like, fit, fit, fitness is really everything. I mean, 100%. Even if you start working out, bro, you will make more money. You know what? That's what the coach told me. And I was working on three months, and I was making more money. Yeah. It's just yeah. energy. Even when I talk to customers, like, I feel like I'm just – I make them smile. They laugh, and it's just – it's like I'm so irresistible almost. Exactly. And see, that's the key. You want to be irresistible to the world. Mm. So if you worked on your physical appearance and just created this awesome body, you'll sell even more cars easily. Because everybody buy you, they're not buying it. They buy you. They're like, man, that guy looks no, good. He's he's successful. I like that. I want to be like that, right? Dang. So they'll buy they'll buy the tour row and they sign up for your course. Wow. What? Yeah, hundred percent. Then you start selling. Look, you'll start selling the tour row and the course as a package to upsell. Say, hey, have you ever thought about getting into business? I got a course here, man. If you want to get. It. And that's what I'll be doing. I'll be upselling everybody that's written the cards out that want to do it. Mm, you oh, right. Of course, of course. I mean, those, let me ask you a question. Do you have, you, you keep a customer track sheet, right, of all your customers' emails? No, I ain't gonna lie, I don't, but you told me that I need to do What? That. Oh, my. You better listen to your girls. Are you kidding me? He You're not keeping the, the names and numbers and emails of your customers? No, nah, I mean, well, for the most of them, it ain't really emails. It is more so like phone numbers. But she, Man, data is data. It's something that's called lifetime customer value. Bro, right. say if you had all these numbers and names, then you could sell them a course. You say, hey, hey, just want to thank you for renting a card and just let you know if you ever want to do it, here's my link. Here's a free ebook. Give them a free mm -hmm. ebook. And from the ebook, you sell the course. If you ever yeah. want to do this, you know, I'm doing my 17 grand. You want to be transparent. And I really appreciate you guys using my service. But I know some of you want to start your own business. And hey, here's an ebook here that I wrote up on how the 10 things you could do 
right now with no money to start a tarot business, whatever. And in the ebook, you have a link to your course. Yeah. So now, now, what is it about giving them something free? It's called the Law of Reciprocity. So it's another book you should get. It's called Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. He talked about mm -hmm. the law of reciprocity, which is like if I give you something, you have the tendency to want to give, you give me something, right? So mm -hmm. like, hey, I told, like to give you a, a real scenario, like in a restaurant, you ever thought about why waitresses and waiters give you that little peppermint or to give you a cookie at the end? You ever, you ever no, seen that happen? I, no, I guess they like that's like a saucio to get them a tip. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it's it's. You would give them more money mm -hmm. <laughs> on the show because you gave them something. Hey, here's something nice for you. Just want you to know I appreciate it. So them, it's, it's all psychological. So just by you them giving you something, the tip tends to be higher than you don't give them nothing. I, I think what they do it. I think they do that towards like they really do that. They really what they be giving us. They give us bread. It's something about the bread. Oh, okay. Let me tell you what they. Let me give you a trick behind the bread. bread. So the only reason why they give you bread, <laughs> you just go shock you. Listen, like at any restaurant, especially the five stars, right? They give you the bread in the beginning, mm -hmm. right? The reason why they give you bread because when they give you bread, you're highly likely to get dessert. Wait, what? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's powerful. It's crazy. Wait, yeah. Wait. Some of, there's some about the bread that makes you want to have dessert at the end. You see, everybody was like, oh, because they want you to fill up. No, they don't want you to fill up on bread, obviously, right? But it, it makes you highly likely, and plus you're going to be hungry, too, when you eat all that bread. Uh, you want to eat more food, but you're going to definitely get dessert. They did a study on it. Yeah. Think about it. Did you get dessert? Well, honestly, I'm not really the dessert type, but she got it, though. She, she oh, okay. It. Yeah, but that's why, they, that's why they do it. That's why they give you the bread in the beginning. What? Yeah. And then it makes you very um, hungry, like you want, because, you know, bread tastes good. So you eat all that dry bread, you want some meat with it, right? You want some, so you will order more food, too. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, right? <laughs> like, bro, what is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, all this stuff is in books, man. It's all in the books. And what's the name of that book? Uh, uh, the book I was telling you. It's uh, influenced by Robert Cialdini. That's a good, good book, by the way. You ought to get that book. If you want to learn how to be influential, then get that book. And it's very basic stuff, man. It's all it's stuff that, you know, most of us already do. But when you understand it on a more conscious level, when you're doing this, bro, it's just it's just like it's like you got a sword, man. You just can pull it out whenever you want to. So it's not accidental. You're like, you're knowing, you know what you're doing when you're dealing with people. You know it consciously what you're doing. So I, basically, I thought I knew how to manipulate, but I don't know that until I read this book. I mean, just different levels, man. I mean, bro, it's different levels of just influence itself, or mind control, or getting people to do what you want them to do. It's just, it's levels for sure. Damn. And you got all of your mentalists. You know, you know what a mentalist is, man. These, no. these people are insane, man. You look up Darren Brown, like this guy. I mean, he is just, it's, it's like this magician stuff, but it's not, you know, these people are not doing magic. These are psychological tricks on people. When they guess your pin number 
or when they embed something in your brain and make you say certain things. It's it's so crazy, man. It's very, I mean, and this is what I, I'm mastering just to be a perfectionist at the stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Like, imagine every time you sell something, they just buy. Like, you know, 90% of people buy every single time because you're using techniques and tricks and language and Not the way that you say things. You're right. Yeah. One of my, one of my like, people who been following me and watching with the school with him, he said, Marty, why seem like everything you touch just turns gold? And I honestly don't know why. Because <laughs> you expect it to turn gold. Right. That's just your expectation, you know? Damn, Wes, this is crazy. Yeah. See, it's one thing. What, the thing is, I'll give you this before I, um, I'll let you go. But it's something that's called a 3i model. It's called a 3i model. And many people on the planet, they want to influence people, right? They want people to do what they want them to do. It can be a relationship. It can be, you know, business, selling something, whatever. So the 3i model is I for identity, influence, and intelligence. These are the three I's. A lot of people think that they need a lot of tricks and methods, which they're cool. But let me tell you something. When you have the identity, when you say I'm this person, like say about like me, I, I, if I say I'm a god, like I'm a king, right, I will possess more power over people automatically without tricks. Like, I don't need to use all these tricks and manipulate. Like, because of how I view myself, I will have more power and control over situations or even when people, when they talk to me or if I want to get people to side with me, it will happen automatically because of how I see myself. And this is why I share with others is you don't have to worry too much about influence. Work on your identity, like who you are. When you think about, you know, you, what is the first word that pops up in your mind? See, okay. mine is God. Like, when I think Western Version, I think God, King, period. He always gives what he wants. Like, I just think that way. So you got to think about who do you identify yourself as? And the people that think very highly of themselves as powerful people, they tend to be very powerful when they're around other people. They tend to be very, people are attracted to them, very charismatic people. Mm, that's, that's, like, that's, that's part of what you I mean, have. That's part. Yeah, that's part of what you have. You already have it. Dang. You already got it. Damn, I appreciate it, Wes. Now, before we hang up, you 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 got you got to do this thing. You be saying you be like, let's go. Oh, <laughs> all right. Let's go. <laughs> Later, bro. All right, Wes. All right. Yes, sir. Man, that was awesome, man. You know, I, I like having those type of conversations here. Very proud of that young man. 25 years old, making 17000 a month. Jeez! I love it. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to see from you folks here. Right? And this man was just on my rants. He didn't have to buy anything. He was listening to the rants. Do I have anybody else that want to go live? It's 222 here. Um, do I have, have anybody else that would like to go live before we end tonight's rant? Hey, did you get value here tonight? Did you take notes? Okay, what was the book again? Yes, call persuasion. Did you take notes? Hello? 
Wendy, Marco, Josh, to take notes. Brittany Love, did you write it down? That young man just gave you a ton of value, okay? <clears throat> Let me see here. High energy, high income. Let's go. It's 2.23, baby. I'm full of energy right now. All right. We got somebody else that want to go live here. Give me a second here. Spring. Come in. Take notes. What's going on, my man? How are you? Man, I'm good. How are you? Very well. Where are you calling from? Oh, Germany. Uh, I'm calling Germany. Okay. Germany right now. Nice. All right, talk to me. What's your name? Yes, sir. I'm uh. All right, Millie. Millie, talk to me. I'm uh. Okay. Military right now. Were you military? So, um, right now. You military? All right, there you go. Go army, yes, sir. Uh, Air Force. Okay. 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 Air Force. Thanks for your service, man. So, talk to me. How can I help? Uh-huh. Okay, so um, I was calling, but wanted to get online with you because I was just going to ask you okay. a few questions about uh, creating uh, passive income. Okay, okay. So uh, currently, I'm trying to find. So oh, okay. in the office, I'm at work right now. Working a night, night shift, huh? Oh, no, it's day shift right now, huh? So. Yes, sir. So, uh, so currently I'm um, in Germany. I'm a I'm a contractor. Uh, that's my that's my job. I do uh, government okay. contracting, uh, talking to vendors, uh, things like that. But before I was a car salesman. I uh, played. Oh, there I go. I played uh, Division One basketball. Uh, all those type of things. So I'm just trying to figure out what is a way that I can create a, a passive income off of the things that I love. Uh, I'm, I'm very charismatic. Uh, I can talk to a, talk to a wall. So it's not something that's mm-hmm. very challenging for me. It's just the fact that I can't really sell anything that gotcha. I don't personally believe. So what, what do you so, what uh, do you love? Like what is so. What do you love that you can sell right now? Mm. I love art and uh, actually uh, just like basketball. Um, But I want to be on the business side of it. So um, learning how to basically be an agent or anything like that so just selling my services um it's not it's not the fact right. that i can't sell it like i can i can sell it but it's just the fact of it creating so have um, you ever uh, so you were d1 right so that mean you were really good or you are good okay so have yes, you sir. thought about creating content online and you know showing basketball players 
and high school, middle school, different things they can do to make it to your level? Yeah, I haven't created content on that uh, because uh, I was actually like a mm -hmm. head coach and all this type of stuff. It's just it's just that that rat race of just uh, getting started, like the 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 possibility of like, all right, basically. I mean, honestly, like that's, that's to make I'm, a video, like, all you need is your phone and point it at you, and just start dribbling away and teaching and posting and TikTok. And post. I mean, it's, it's a lot of actually. Even right now, TikTok it's people that's doing this, right? They they're showing all type like Phil Handy. Right. You got uh, um, what's the guy named the professor? I mean, they make a whole business out of this stuff, right? A whole brand. You could do the same thing as well. You just got to start posting content. I think what you're trying to like in your mind, you're trying to have everything put together. But in business, that's not really how it works because. Business is almost like running a marathon. You don't know how mile five is going to feel until you run it. Like you don't know, right? And hmm. but you just got to just run, right? right? You got to just begin to start running the marathon. And as you're running, you will discover challenges and problems and issues. But you just got to take action. And I suggest if you you do well right. with basketball, you know, start teaching it. Just start creating content and show, you know, the different things of it. Like you could say, like, tricks of a D1 player, something like that. I, I don't know. I'm just talking out, uh, you know, the side of my brain here. Just are, like, tricks are ways to become mm -hmm. a D1 athlete that they don't tell you. And then you can show people, you know, dribbling skills, shooting skills, things that we don't know as average people, obviously, right? You can start doing this on TikTok. TikTok is right, a great right. platform for this because people love basketball videos. I mean, I know I do. I just watch them for no reason. But you can just, you, you know, it's just it's the <laughs> content, man. The content is key. Right. And the thing is, in the beginning, don't be so concerned about how you're going to monetize it. Just get a love content and get people that follow you, right, that they – they were like, man, I like how he, mm -hmm. man, I like how he teaches. I'm, I'm loving it. So as the views increase and as the subscribers increase, then you know, once you get about, I don't know, fifty thousand subscribers, or not even fifty thousand, now you can sell them a program, a video course, of step by step, whatever you call it. It can be mm -hmm. a handle course. It could be a shooting course, guarding course, footing. You know, whatever you create, right, it can be a course that people can buy if they want to elevate their game. If they're in high school, parents can buy it for the kids or say if someone that's in college and, you know, they really want to, uh, you know, make it to the NBA or make it to your level, right? And you can show them tips and Like, you can sell this as the course. But right now, man, just create content. That's what I suggest. Create content. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that make that makes sense because um, this this is this is like the my biggest hurdle, right? Is uh, so it's being able to uh not overanalyze it and being uh, being in a position to where like I'm thinking about okay, right? I got to make sure that this 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 
is is in place and yeah, yeah. you can just start, you know. Um that that's the that's the biggest thing because like um I I I follow your story, uh some like you were um homeless mm-hmm. in Texas for a while and 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 things like that and you just you just create something out of thin air. Right. Um and that was just because you were exactly just like started, you know, just that just that starting point. So um and so in in that sense, right? I, I hear a lot of stories. I'm I'm a big follower of, of people uh that create stuff like uh uh what's the, what's the guy with all the tattoos on his face? Uh uh he has, he has plenty of tattoos on his face, but he he was like a one of those uh he was like a police dispatcher and then he became a uh millionaire by selling different products because he just made that leap of like hey i'm not uh i'm not going to go right. back i'm not going back so i'm just going to push forward so is it in in your sense or in um analytical sense of everybody that you know follows you and and put and that listens to you um of course a lot of people that listen right. to you want to get something started so um what would you say to those people that are not necessarily in the position of like all right it's do or die or i can't go back all right but but are in a position of like i just i want to get something started but just uh yeah yeah i know so i know so and this happens to a lot of people it's called paralysis analysis right and that's just what you're going through right now. You're looking at mm-hmm. the building, right? And you want to be at the top floor. <laughs> Even like, I want to be at the top floor, right? And, and exactly. But that's how you're focusing on it. But you're not focusing on, like, the steps in front of you. And what I would suggest, and this is important. This is for everybody. And I get it. Everybody wants to be at the top, man. Everybody wants to be successful millionaires. I get it. But listen, this is the trick of the millionaires before they become rich is they focus on the step that's in front of them. That's all that matters. That's all that matters is just the step because you, you'll you never make it to the top until you make a step, which means, like, if you never just go out there and make a video, like either today or right now and just make a video, just a simple video, don't care about how it looks, don't care about what you say, but, you know, you do your best to give good content, you want to teach something, you give them the steps. Like, if you just never do that, you'll never hit the top can't think about mm-hmm. what's going to happen on the 10th floor, the 11th floor, the 13th floor, because you're on the floor, you're on the first floor right now. That's all that matters. It's the first floor. That's it. That's all that matters. The first floor is you just creating your first video, uploading it to TikTok. That's my suggestion. Taking that video, uploading it to Reels on Instagram, uploading it to YouTube. That's the first step. And not thinking too much about, well, I need the best lighting or I need the – you will learn this through the process. If you go to my YouTube channel today and if you go back to my first video, it's absolutely horrific. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I mean, you can't even see me clearly because I was using a laptop camera to record the content. I was using a laptop camera to record the content. But I kept recording 
videos and I got better through the process because it's not about being perfect or being outstanding when you first do something. It's just about starting. That's it. And, and people have paralysis analysis, and that's what you have around this because you want to make sure you do everything right. Well, entrepreneurs, we don't operate that way. Yeah. We don't we don't try to do everything right. It's more important for us to be effective in what we do. It's all about being effective. That's it. It's not about doing the right thing and having the right picture and the right. I've made millions of dollars from my iPhone. I, I don't even. I mean, I have all these expensive cameras. I never use them. Like every video that you see on my YouTube channel, and I, I make a million dollars a year just on YouTube. And every video on my YouTube is is recorded from my camera. <laughs> I mean, it's so, so unprofessional, right? But it does well. <laughs> it does very well <laughs> because it's, it's about it's about the delivery and the effectiveness, right? Because I'm trying to help people. So if you go out there and you take a ball and you want to help young men or young women to learn how to become a D1 athlete, that's all they care about. They're not gonna be like, oh. Man, Man, that angle wasn't good. I don't know why he did that camera. Well, why is he wearing those clothes? You know, I mean, people are not even caring about this, right? That's what's going on in your head. People want to say, am I going to learn something? Yeah. You know, am I going to learn something? Is the guy going to give me some good value? That's all they care about. And through that journey, your videos will get better. So I want you to make me a promise that you're going to record a video today. I want you to do some content. I want you to do some content. I, I want you to think of something that you can teach, you know, minute, two minutes long, take the ball. It could even be in your, in your, in your BDUs, man. Why not? You know, how your Air Force say, I'm an Air Force, but I'm a D1 athlete. And I want to show you guys, because <laughs> it's a good spin, right? It's like you're the Army, you like the Air Force D1 athlete, right? I would call my TikTok the Air Force D1 athlete, right? And mm -hmm. every day, you know, I just show them different things they can do with the ball or with the dribble or with the handles or how they, and you know, just I would teach them everything, right? In different little snippet videos. And I'm telling you, all right, then sometimes you can entertain people, do some amazing thing, dunk in your in your BDUs or do a windmill, you know, whatever you want to do. But create this content every day, man. I'm telling you. If you do it every day, in thirty days you have thirty videos, sixty days, sixty videos, and people will watch. Because people like on TikTok, they love Educational material. People love it. So make me that promise that you're going to do it today. Yeah. I want you to do it. Yes, sir. I, I want you to you. send me the TikTok so I can check it out. And I'll look at it and I can give you some pointers. But I'm pretty sure you're going to do it well because you know what you're doing when it comes to basketball. That's your core competence. If you're a D1 athlete, that means you better than almost a lot of people on the planet. I mean, just to be a D1 is very difficult. You know, when people talk about NBA, but D1, that's that's not like, that's not easy. It's very hard to do this, right? Absolutely. That means that sure. you were great at it. You were, you were a master at this stuff. So now communicate your mastery on the Internet, on social media, and get paid for it. Yes, sir. That so sounds like a plan. plan for now sure. time for you to execute. Sounds like a plan for sure. Of course, but when I uh, record this, yeah, send like me the day. I want to. I'm gonna look for it too. I'm gonna see if you're gonna procrastinate. I want you to send it because I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna see what you nah. got, and then I'm gonna come and I'm gonna give you some pointers.
on the video itself. So that means 2.38 a.m. here in the morning. What time is it there in Germany? So it's 9.38 a.m. Uh, so I give you to midnight, midnight your time to have a video done. Oh, say less. I love it's, it. I love it. All right, brother. We'll keep you updated. You too. Yes, sir. You have a good Listen, um, you know, paralysis analysis is very common with, with young people, especially in the 20s. You guys, you think about too much, you know. I know people that want to start a business and say, well, do I need a lawyer with? Do I need accounting with? Do I need an LLC with? Do I need an escort with? Do I need a paper with? Do I need pen with? Do I need a computer with? Do I need a camera with? Do I need Do I need lighting with? Do I need a space with? Listen, no. You don't need none of that stuff at all. All you need to do is just take action. Just do something. Okay? That's it. This is the secret of the risk, man. I'm telling you, you just, just do it. You know? It's not about being perfect. Because first of all, you'll never be perfect in the eyes of other people. It doesn't matter how great you try to make something, someone on the planet will find a reason on why what you did was horrible. Okay? I'm just going to let you know that. that They will. It could be the best video ever. Millions of views. Somebody is going to say, man, that's a piece of shit. Why would you do that? I mean, I'm just letting you know that's just how it is, right? It's how people are. So it's not important to shoot for perfection. Be effective in your delivery. Be genuine. Like when you're teaching people things or if you're creating content on the Internet and you want to share your expertise with people, be genuine. You say, man, I really want you to learn this. Pay attention to me. Listen to me. Step one, do this. Step two, do this, right? That's what people like. They like people who are genuine and who are giving them education in a way, and it's free, and, and, and it works. Okay. Any more questions for me here? Any questions? Folks, did you get any value here tonight? Any value here tonight? I've been on here for almost three hours here. And guess what? I did it for you. And listen, I'll do it again because that's my commitment to you. And, and I, it's important for me to, um, um, you know, truly be an example. And I think I'm doing a great job of being an example of even me going live with you and you know every day uh, um, taking this opportunity to actually just pour into you and to show you that um, that I care I really do care that's why I'm online and I'm very consistent because it's my belief that if you want people to follow you or to listen to you you must be a representative of that like you have to be that person first you got to be exactly what you expect from others. And I want to show you folks here, you know, men and women, even from my journey on these rants as it grows, 
I want you to be able to notice when I was at 55 people, 60 people, 100, because one day it's going to be 55 million. So, you know, I want you to see what I was doing for years when I had less than 100 people, but yet I was speaking as if I had a million. And that's what's important because, yes, I want to make more money. Yes, I want to become more popular. But honestly, I want you, men and women, to do well financially. I want to hear your stories on how you quit your jobs. I want to hear your stories on how you're traveling the world first class with your family. I want to hear your story when you go to the dealership of your choice and you purchase the car that you want cash. Like, I want to hear that. That's what I like. That's what turns me on when I see people taking leaps of faith and actually do, doing things that is not popular here. And, yes, I did get those tacos last night. I'm almost married. So I love you guys. Much love. This is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin. I'll see you here tomorrow. Much love. And let's go.